I was going for a good intro, and then I hit my glasses on my pop. I really, filter. really hope that that picked up. I'm. I was 1, about to say something sure. about like, oh, we're not going to have any witty banter at the beginning of this episode. I've come to kind of enjoy that, and I was like, no, nah, I'll let Bob do his thing, and then you wanged your glasses, and I really hope it picked up the noise. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to Settle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. How are you doing? All right. So this is like, I think this might be episode 90. Yeah, it might be. So we've, We're getting like, close. We've, we've got to start kind of keeping an eye on that if we want to do anything for 100. What would we do? I don't know. Okay. Eat pizza on the podcast. Mm. If people listen to our disgusting mouth noises. <laughs> See, maybe episode 100 would have been the episode to do the first ever Bob Doesn't Have a Phone podcast. Oh, that would have been a good one, but we did that already. I know that the, the luster—it's it. off of it. We ruined it. Maybe we could have a, a guest for the first time. Yeah, for a hundred, maybe. I'm, for a f- I'm the fucking special guest. The yeah. first time. I, I didn't say another special guest. I just said a guest. You implied you'd never had a guest. I'm insulted. I'm put off now. As usual, Erica, Bob treats you poorly, and I treat you well. What else is new? <laughs> but who would you have on as a guest? We'd have to put out some invites. Just throw some shit out in the universe and see if it sticks. I'm sure there's, you know, somebody on the Slack who would be interested. No, fuck oh, that. I'm going to, like, reach out to the Hankinator on Instagram and be like, hey, there's three fat nerds that want to talk to you about nerd shit. Would you like to talk about Warhammer for four hours, sir? We will sit here and listen. The last thing we need is another running person on here. Ooh, but okay. That's how you get him. Okay, you could talk about Warhammer forever and then Bob and you can talk about running in the last like 5 minutes. Uh, sure, no, yeah, they could I'm no Henry Cavill, yes, and but then I'm we talking we could just sit here and stare. I'm talking about whatever losers Bob talks to about running. I don't want those people on this podcast. Wow. In fact, don't even listen. Turn it off. <laughs> Wow! Fuck no, you and fuck your people. I'm, I'm into this. Right? No, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna be weird. I'm gonna make it weird, and we're gonna reach out to the Ankinator on Instagram. We're gonna make this happen. I'm, I'm gonna get blocked and banned. I'm insulted, and it's oh, gonna yeah. be creepy. Is that one of the feelings that you actually feel? You know, we may have even gotten some traction, like a couple people, like. People Runners did listen from what listened, I understand. And now we're just telling them, hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah. To be okay. fair, Alex was the only one who told them to That's go fuck true. Themselves. That's true. And if they've listened to this podcast, they know this is just my normal demeanor. I was going to so say, that's part of the charm, if isn't they're, it? If they're insulted, I would say, toughen up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the... Would you sit here and listen to Henry Cavill talk about Warhammer for four hours? Oh, I'd sit here and do just about anything Henry Cavill wanted me to do, so... Well, that got uncomfortable no i'm completely straight but if henry cavill was like we're gonna listen to war me talk about warhammer i'd be like yes sir yes sir okay. however long you want sir all right you wouldn't no yeah you would you're a liar why why not he's let me let me give you the reasons he's handsome he's tall he's, he's big tall. and he has money He's won the game of life. Well, okay. He, here's the thing. If he decided, yeah, you know what? That podcast that be like a hundred people maybe listen to. Yeah, it's the one. I'm going to go on that. Sure. I'm going to fly in no hair, drive out to the random ass Chicago suburbs, and I'm going to hang out with three fat nerds for an afternoon. 
If he wanted to do that, absolutely. I don't appreciate being called fat. (laughs) You're not really anymore. I'm still fat. (laughs) I didn't mean to drag you guys into that. Well, I mean... I apologize. I didn't mean it in a bad way. Are we fat? I probably weigh less than Bob. (laughs) Oh, here we go. I just want to see the reaction. I just want to see the look. I am definitely fat, so I don't consider that a bad thing. But yes, in the technical, I am fat, yes. Look, Bob, what we've learned is it turns out you can't run enough to be slender if you still eat like shit, it turns out. Well, yeah. It's amazing, because you would think if you run like a thousand miles a week, that eventually there'd be so much running that your body would be like, fine. Just take it. <laughs> Just fine. go. Fine. This is a topic that you could talk about with our dear podcast friend, the Hankinator. The Hankinator. Yeah. Would food. yeah. Would Would Henry like to tell me what his diet slash you know many NBA supplements on the side plan? <laughs> Alleged. Allegedly. Yeah, alleged. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to go throwing around accusations if we're trying to court people to come on the podcast. Oh no, we Dallas. can talk about it off the podcast. Okay. But I mean, I got to ask him what the plan is because well, I would just like to know. Right. I mean, look, if he tells me. Yeah, you could look like me and it would just cost you $30,000 a month in supplements. I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I can't look like you then. Right. Fair play. But, it's never going to happen. But i just like to know. Sure. Yeah. It's like the Instagram models. You know they're on something. Sure. Right? Yeah. Just tell me what it is. I just want to know because it works. I, it clearly works. I guarantee you wouldn't have to try that hard to find it. Well, someone knows what it is, clearly. Yeah. All I'm saying is that if the Hankinator wanted to come on for four hours and talk about Warhammer, the the floor is yours, sir. I have to get back into drinking. (laughs) You're so full of shit. You would totally sit here and listen. Yes, you would. Don't lie. If If we managed by some fucking miracle of the universe to make that happen... You're th- and you know if you didn't want to do it, you know who would? Christy would come and sit here. There you go. And stare Guest at host. him for four hours. Guest host. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be on the podcast. We can no. eliminate you. Altogether. We'd have Henry Cavill. You could be out. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Just becomes the, the Henry Cavill war. <laughs> Christy could shoot her shot. Let's see if that works. We could go to a wedding. It'd be great. Yeah. You trying to sabotage everything. You monster. I'm just saying, I'm not sitting around listening to Warhammer talk for four hours. He's going to need something to do after Netflix cancels The Witcher after its third season. <laughs> no, see, it's after the third season you're good, allegedly. <laughs> hey, let's talk about that. Because I saw the Resident Evil show was canceled, shockingly. Did anybody? I think you watched the first I episode. I watched one episode and I was like, I'm good. Well, the problem is you can't. You, you need to, like, you don't have to have all of the titles. Netflix, Let's make a few quality titles. Well, also, Netflix seems to be under the impression they can just take big franchise, slap the name on some random TV show that really has nothing to do with it, and we're off to the races, baby. Right. Sure. No. no that's <laughs> it turns that out that doesn't work. Right. Correct. That's why I'm like, okay, we're doing a Bioshock movie. Yeah, no, we'll any see. anything coming to Netflix, I'm very much uh, wait and see on it. 
because I mean, that comes there's out, so much trash on Netflix. I'm fucking watching it because it's Bioshock. No, no, but... I, I don't mean that, but what I mean is there's no assumption that it's going to be good. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Like, if something shows up on HBO... Well, maybe There's, not anymore. Not anymore. But we generally, can talk about that. but generally, in the before you times, feel like if if HBO is greenlighting a TV show, it's probably at least solid. It may not be great. And it things might, not might be your things thing. might happen six seasons in where it goes off the fucking rails for no goddamn reason. <laughs> what, but, whatever could you be talking about, Alex? <laughs> yeah, but um. And, and this is the thing, Bob. This is mm-hmm. the conundrum. Yes. Now, I don't want to bring up any bad memories, but <laughs> you had uh, a bit some thoughts last week on Westworld. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, you got hot. So yeah, no. I listened to that one yesterday. You got hot. You were yelling. <laughs> you got all pissy. You got full boomer about, I'm not supporting these people's jobs. It was great. It was good, Bob. That's, that is, that, Bob is a boomer, isn't he? You're such a boomer. You're a traitor to the millennials. <laughs> Generational traitor. Wow. I'm not. Uh, anyway. What was the line? Why should I care if these people have. <laughs> yeah. It turns out. It turns out, you know what we've learned 90 episodes in? Bob's a maniac. <laughs> Who knew? Um, No, but. This is the conundrum of, of like, I'll say it for Netflix specifically, because other streaming services, they have their own stuff going on where they're maybe trying to grab an audience or they keep a show going that, you know, maybe people aren't really watching because it's seen as being good or whatever the reason is, like it drives subscribers or whatever, whatever their metrics are that that given service might care about. But Netflix is a conundrum because... If shows, like you said, if shows get a third, fourth season, you're probably good to start watching it. But if you don't watch it, and if enough people don't watch it, something that might have been good, might have had a chance, gets canceled after one or two seasons because nobody's watching well, it and or that's, nobody's that's the subscribing. Thing these days, is it so, like, you have to be good good i'll say with quotes but watchable and watchable by the masses whatever mm-hmm. the metric is right whatever, the they, whatever they care about because mm-hmm. gaiman was talking about like people were asking oh are we getting season two of the sandman and he's like it all depends on how many of you people complete watching the first season yeah. in the next like week or so i think it came out at the beginning of august and it's my understanding that it's either two weeks or a month that they look at completion and quick mm-hmm. completions they, you don't get to just be like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll dole it out. I'll watch one a week mm-hmm. or one whatever. Nah, we got to binge it. I got to know. And if you don't and not enough people do it, sorry, well, canceled. No more. And that's interesting that that's what they want because if that's the case, maybe it's t- maybe it's show to show too. We don't it know could be what show they to show. It could be different. I um, really don't know. But that's just what he's been saying. I would think the goal would be to keep people subscribed, not... Oh, you watched eight episodes in uh, uh, two days, and then you canceled your subscription. I think I think what that they're probably responding to is just the amount of media that people are consuming. Like if you had if you go back to the '90s and you you had like a really good show that engaged people, like you look like a Seinfeld, and you were going to hit Seinfeld every week when it came on. Sure, right? Like I. I haven't seen numbers on this. My strong suspicion is people are just consuming way more media now. 
And whereas like a show like Seinfeld would keep somebody, if there were streaming services in the 90s, would keep people subscribed, you know, for multiple months. Um, I think now people are consuming so much that they want to see that you're finishing stuff quickly so that you can get on to the next thing that they're going to serve up to you because they want your attention fully engaged on their streaming service. To that point, though, you kind of have to make sure that you have good stuff then for people to consume. I agree. It can't just be trash. But what do you do from your perspective, Bob, just as a viewer? Yeah. When there's something that you think is of interest to you, but then you also think, well, it's Netflix, so this might just get canned after one or two seasons. Do you wait three, four, five seasons and then start watching? Or do you watch right out of the gate and then get upset when something you liked gets canned after one season? I'm trying to think what... Because I'll answer the hypothetical, but what's the... I mean, besides Witcher... Which you got hooked on and you said was very good. And I That's kind a of very... Wa- like, well, I said I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know that I said it was good. Fair enough. I can't think of anything since Stranger Things on Netflix that I've watched. I mean, the, the, the thing is... We did watch Sandman. We watched the first couple episodes. And you did say you wanted to finish that. Yeah, we'll finish that. That didn't, like, grab you. I no. would like to finish it in the next week if but that's if what's going to get us a second if you season. Weren't, if you weren't interested in Sandman... You wouldn't watch that. I no. wouldn't watch it. Netflix really hasn't put out anything for me... Or anything that has like interests me since the first season of Stranger Things. Um, and it took us a while to watch that. Yeah, it did. So I think I mean, for like I, it's got Bake Off for me. Yeah, I need it until they decide to can The Witcher. Um, I'll watch the next season of Stranger Things. I would like to see the Sandman continue. I did enjoy what I watched. So for me, this is a hypothetical question. If they did push something out that interested me um i probably would watch the first season of it because for me it's you know for me it's a matter of uh you know i will watch until you've proven to me that i shouldn't keep watching right um with the exception of like this game of thrones prequel that i will never touch with a 10-foot pole (laughs) Um, well, like, speaking to that, I don't mean to cut you off. I saw some people saying, like, oh, it was good. It's like, I don't care. No, no, that was that. <laughs> Fine, great. But then I also saw it had, like, the most traumatic fucking birth sequence in the first fucking episode. I don't need that anymore. Well, and it, I don't want to fucking watch that. It's, you know, you go online, and so as a, as a tangent, I can't stop myself from going to the fucking gawker sites i just like my fingers like actually just i and i get there i put it in and then i'm like why Why am i I here why why am i giving them a like i don't understand it if i was still working i would still have the muscle memory but because i haven't been at a desk in like three years it's just there and i just don't do it anymore so like i i honestly i started looking into like ad blockers and shit that i could put like that I could create a blacklist because they all include a white list, right? But fairly few ad blockers actually have like a blacklist. And the ones that do that I've found, like you have to pay for, 
Um, and I'm not opposed to paying for something, but it's like it, it's, just, it's just been a pain in the ass. Well, we gotta so, start blocking like so shit wait, so that Izzy so can't see. Wait, it. wait, wait. We'll start doing it's that. a blacklist of just websites you want to go to, but then the pops up a thing and says, "No, you can't look at this, you maniac." He would type in like io9.com, and it would right. Like, yeah, just prevent me from being able to, able to go to it. Now I can do that with my DNS. Can't you do that in like a router? Yeah, you could do that. You can do it with the DNS, but. The DNS, the the Raspberry Pi is misbehaving, um, and two, it doesn't work when you're not on your home Wi-Fi. Sure. So, all is it? Are you going on your phone though? Oh yeah, it's all I do. Really? Yeah. Aren't you not on your Wi-Fi at home? Um. Well, as I said, my Raspberry Pi is acting up. I gotta. Okay. And I and I think it's because I cheaped out. I got a cheap. SD card for it from Micro Center instead okay. of just buying a SanDisk one like I should have. So, um, so, and the fan crapped out. So it was like a fucking turbo uh, jet in my office. So I had to turn it off. Anyways, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to get the DNS working. But the point being, I, because that's been happening, and because I had, I'd immediately like blocked Deadspin for sure. When I first got the DNS server, and because fuck them, um, but you know, and until recently, like I still like Jalopnik. Uh, there were a few writers on there I still like, but they got they all left. So really, there's no reason for me to be on their sites. But it's just that muscle memory, and to bring it back, I noticed on all the cockers or like IO9, how much they're talking up this Game of Thrones piece of shit. And I'm like, wow, how much is HBO paying for marketing on this thing? Probably a lot. Because you do have to overcome the, well, why would I come back to this universe? Well, and there was the the article I linked to you guys that I know neither of you read. But <laughs> yeah, 1,000%. Well, I couldn't read it. read it. It was behind a paywall. Um, I don't even think I clicked on it. I clicked on it. It was behind a paywall. Eh, whatever. I I read it, um, and you know the the point. It, it was exactly what the headline said. Um, obviously, with a little more detail, but it really was just. Just remember, like you don't have to watch this stuff. You don't have to watch it because, like, the internet says you should be watching this show, and and I think that's kind of my point, and it's why I was kind of frustrated last week is you don't have to, to, to spend your time on this stuff. And it's... It, well, unless you want to. But no. what happens to a lot of people is kind of like you're talking about, you just have the habit built up of always yeah. going to these gawker sites. What happens to people is... And I'll use a video game comparison like I always do. Uh, the quality of a lot of things doesn't matter once you hit a certain level... And something like Game of Thrones was around for so long in the public sphere. The zeitgeist. And sure. And people care about it so much. You laugh, but that's what it is. People want to be able to, oh, Bob and Frank are going to be talking about it at the water cooler. I want to be able to join in on the conversation. And so then a new one comes around, even if it's not Game of Thrones, it is Game of Thrones. And you just keep watching it because you're already in that pattern. Sure. And it's the same thing where... 
the quality of a given yearly Call of Duty game is completely meaningless because you have tens of millions of people who are going to buy it mm-hmm. no matter what. And the same thing with Madden or FIFA or whatever. Any of, those games, sure. Any of the because when you get to a certain level, people are going to buy it no matter what. It doesn't matter what the and quality this is, is. This is what frustrates me about consumers. And this is why we're totally fucked as a society. Is because you have a choice. You don't have to spend your money and time on these properties that suck. You know, or that you I will say are though, unsure we, of their quality. We think they suck. Not everybody thinks they suck. Oh, but a lot of people do. Do they? A lot, know of, that? a lot of people spend so much time on shit they're not really getting much enjoyment out of um, because it's just what they do. People, they drone. I think there's part, part of it definitely is that. But I do also think that, at least to, to me, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have, like, you know, I really enjoy lofty shit because I definitely fucking don't. But a lot of what I like is not necessarily what the general population oh, is into. Oh, 100%. I mean, just look at, like, my personal tastes. I know I'm, like, the fucking oddballist out there. I think about, like, my favorite sandwich from 7-Eleven was this really shitty, like, uh, buffalo chicken So this implies. Okay, sandwich. Okay, we, we got to dig in this. Favorite sandwich from 7 7- 11. Implies that you ate food from 7-Eleven. Right. Yes. Which, first of all... That's a no-go. Is an issue. I have never eaten a single piece of food from 7-Eleven. Oh, come on. Roller food? You're a monster. <laughs> the buffalo you, chicken you let roller? let this man share your bed. I know. What's wrong with I'm you? I'm a kid with this guy. <laughs> your like judgment that, sucks. It does. <laughs> I thought his judgment was bad. Well, You're that's right why whenever there. I like, whenever I go in, like when I was recommending Prodigal Son to my buddies, yes, I'm like, this show sucks. I want just you so to- you know, my judgment is shit. <laughs> I just want you to understand. I enjoy trash. That is why I'm watching this. I really like Michael Sheen. He's having a great time in this fucking dog shit mm-hmm. show. Please watch this so I can talk about it with somebody. Because <laughs> you are also a trash panda who also enjoys garbage. Please join me on Garbage Island. Same with The Witcher. I don't know that The yeah. Witcher is a good show. Well, and, and not, it's, it's good. It's entertaining. It's good. No, it's good. It's Alex not. Yeah. It's, it's not great. It's not the fucking greatest yeah. show ever. I don't really ever feel a need to rewatch it. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing. You don't. I. I. You certainly. Everything doesn't every, have to be high art. No, it doesn't. And there, I mean, Unless I like Bob's watching. I like that Jack Reacher show, um, or the Jack Ryan. Oof. Um, and I know I, you, I, I had to ban her from the room for, to watch it. I was being a little chatty. Um, Bob, oh. you gave me the me look. I Bob, don't. I that don't was mind. that was like when Bob got his payback for when you you he walked in while you were playing uh, Hades. I, I think was just or something. Say when like he comes in and he's like, I'm gonna sit with my wife and have a lovely evening with her while she plays The Witcher, and he sits down. And I give him the slow. Well, what do you think you're doing? Get out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sit. No, you're not. <laughs> Bye-bye. Get the fuck out. No, I, you're, people are... To- you, I mean, everyone is has their, their guilty pleasures, their, their unwind stuff. And but there is definitely stuff that people stick with long after they should just because it's muscle memory. It, I will it's agree very with true. you there. And, and the way... And, and what, the reason I'm so sure of that is just the way... 
because of the way businesses have been tailoring their services to drive addiction and to get you sucked into things. How much have you played Pokemon Go? Oh, I've been playing it for five years. How much money have you spent on Pokemon yeah, Go? we don't need to talk about that. Exactly. I will say nothing since really the baby has been born. Maybe a little bit here and there. Not nearly as bad as it was. But there are people who spend... Like, Thousands of dollars. Absurd sure. amounts of money on this stuff. And... But something, you know, to go back for a second, something you also have to keep in mind when you talk about people maybe enjoying something that you think sucks is what else have they engaged in and what are their points of comparison? Mm -hmm. Because I'll give you an example, and I don't think he listens to this podcast, so I don't have to get worried about being yelled at at later. But uh, a friend of mine always likes to tell me, the graphics in Call of Duty Warzone, they're so good. This game looks so good. And I'm like, this game looks like shit. Skepticism of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This game looks like trash. But if you have no point of comparison, sure, maybe it is the best looking game. If that's the only thing that you're playing, but sure. Yeah, but I would say go, you know, to me, if you start talking about, because I'm more, obviously things like high resolutions or really detailed texture work are going to grab your eye. But I'm more, when I play a video game, I'm more maybe looking at the artwork and just like the general look of the game rather than maybe how high they've pushed the resolution push the resolution and how crisp like the edges are and stuff sure like like i'd say you know if you want to talk about really great looking games like modern games you know like horizon forbidden west looks incredible or uh destiny 2 looks incredible i mean mm-hmm. these are games where they've got everything you know high resolution really great artwork you know it's like something like warzone is like this game looks like trash. It's like brown and gray all over the place, you know? Yeah, and, and different people... But if you've never experienced anything else... Right. Well, that's part of it, but it's also just different people have different tastes. And different people... Sure, bad taste. Yes. And um, then showing them something new is like leading them into Oz. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Everything is just... It's all Technicolor now. But, you know, it's. I think what... I think what... What gets my goat is just, like, I think it's okay to, you know, it's okay to say you don't have to watch stuff. You don't have to play stuff. You can tell them, no, this isn't good enough for my time and money. And that is something that more people should accept. I think you get a lot of media, like, a lot of podcasts or youtube channels that are just they're trying so hard to be you know to make it in their space and they think they you know they're they go one of two ways they're either just complete dump or complete hype and you know for some people that works well the sad thing about the complete hype is like like only a small fraction are gonna get paid for that you know right Right, so you, it's, I, I do feel I have to cut you off because the dog is like making all of the noise and the snuffling. And it's I'm just like just lie no, the fuck I've, down. I've, I've been I've been listening, but I've been enjoying Bob the dog just having no ability to get comfortable. <laughs> Keep going, Bob. I wish I could just lie around all day. It would be pretty great. If only you had allowed yourself to do that. 
If only you had the you willpower. You would be able to. Yeah. If only Bob and his brain could stop himself. Now I can't. me, I could sit around like a slob for 18 hours <laughs> and play a video game easily, Alex. Oh, yeah. Easily. But see, that's engaging. I couldn't just sit there and watch TV for hours on end. I'd, yeah, I'd kill myself. Oh, no. I can also do that. No, see, I can't. Especially if there's ice cream. Mm, ice cream. Yeah, well, now we're talking about your primary addiction. You could do anything if food's involved. I, that's, that's true. I'll give you that. Like, when season three of The Witcher comes out, my ass is going to be buried in a couch somewhere for those eight hours watching all of that <laughs> fucking show. And then you'll watch it again. And, At least and then, and then several again. more times. Yes, yes. That is, how, that is how that works, Alex. Speaking of television shows, there's been two episodes Segway. of She-Hulk. Yes, there have. And you know what I have to say about this show? It's good and it's fun. And it's lighthearted. And I like a nice lighthearted show every once in a while. I will agree with all of the things that you said. I do think... Oh. Bob, would you like to shit on I it? I do think it's... Because, <laughs> I mean, that's what we do expect you to do. That's what I'm expecting. I don't know if that's what also Alex is expecting or if he was just being facetious. I, no, I'm expecting it. I can't argue with any of your points. You just don't care. I just... It just does not grab my attention. Which is fair. I think that's fine. How would you know since you didn't actually watch the second episode? Ooh. Ouch. Here it comes. Ouch. You were on your phone the entire time. I'm always on my phone at all times. Yes, we, we then that then that leads I'm into just, the conversation. I'm just curious how you would know how to do, do you well, ever actually watch anything well, then. If if the show can't get my attention from my phone, is it really good? So you've never watched a good television show then ever. <laughs> Yeah, by am, your by I your am. definition there. This, this metric is very <laughs> right. I have never seen a good second of TV. You must really hate the challenge. <laughs> no, I, I, I just... I, it's fine. You're I, it's, still very yeah. like, I'm good on Marvel. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really don't need... There's nothing... There's nothing about the, the show that's like... It, I, I'll say, if there was like... If I was in need of a lighthearted show right now, maybe that would fit my need. But Lower Decks is starting back up. Mm. So and that fulfills his one slot. That, That's good. That fulfills my slot. He's only got so many slots, Alex. <laughs> Alex was like, we've got a new show to talk about. Awesome. Well, and it's not even necessarily... Like, look, how much are we going to really talk about it? There's not. It's not like it's that There's deep. There's not a ton to say, but, right? I think, like, the idea that everything must be, like, so engaging that you're going to have a list of things to discuss about, that's not what this is. And, if look, if we could sit here and I could rip on it for an hour, that'd be a bad thing. It'd be another Halo. Yes. I can't do that, but I enjoy it. Like, this is what I'll say. I think one... And I don't know what the budgets are for the show and everything. I think the CG is better than it looked in the trailers. I will agree with you there. It doesn't look out of place. And I think one other thing that I thought about when it comes to She-Hulk, and it's really obvious in, in the scenes with the Hulk himself, is one, obviously that character model that they're using, well modified for this show when they put them in like different outfits and stuff, sure. has 
been built over the course of many movies and they've probably spent shitloads of money on that model, you know? And also I think when you're doing the, a model of a male character, there's a lot of like lines in his face. He has a beard. There's things to make the character blend in more. Like there's a little bit of scruff and like gruff to the character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas She-Hulk is more like, because it's a woman, very and smooth. She can't have any imperfections. Sure. Very smooth. Ladies don't have hair on their shiny. arms. You know that, right? I know that. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think that makes the model stand out more. Maybe. It, it, it is a little... I'm not going to go janky. Because uh, it, it it's a TV show with a TV budget. You shouldn't yeah. come in expecting, you know, especially after hearing what we know of kind of the, the Marvel way of handling CG. It's not necessarily like, you know... I don't know. It's fun. And look, the reality is... If this character ends up appearing in movies, which she probably will at some point, then the movie budget, budget, if I could speak, will be applied to this character. Sure. And then they'll take that model that they've probably spent millions of dollars on and move it back over to the TV show. You know that's what's going to happen. See, that's the funny thing. Like, I had no problem with the CG. I thought it was fine. At all. I, thought, um, I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I tend to be a little... At least on television shows. Kind of the way you are with video games. I'm kind of like that with TV and movies and stuff. Well, like picky? Little picky. Little yeah. picky. Little picky. No, um, what I'll say is I think... Um, it wasn't like jarring to a point where I was completely taken out of what I was watching. No, I, I just think it's better than I thought it was going to be well, because like in the trailers trailer. it looked bad. Yeah. In the trailers it looked bad and I don't know if they maybe changed some lighting or something, but... It doesn't stand out, is what I'll say. It well, looks it just, it and was, especially in the dark scenes, the model looks better because sure. it's easier to blend stuff in in the dark. Thousand percent. Um, I know no, the trailer I, looked bad because it was well. This needs to be done because we're releasing this trailer on this day, and that's just yeah. So give us just, what you can give us, and they just pick some bad shots or something. Like I don't know what happened in those trailers. I am but. interested to continue watching because I would like to see Daredevil again. I uh-huh. enjoy him. Well, and honestly, my chief complaint about the show would be it's just so short. Like the episode jarring when the episode today that we watched the ended. Episodes feel like they're maybe twenty minutes, like twenty five minutes, and there's only gonna be nine of them. So a lot of these Marvel shows have been six episodes, about an hour forty, right? forty five an hour long, maybe somewhere in there to paint on the episode. So that means this is you know, this is only getting nine episodes that are probably gonna be about, you know, twenty five minutes each on average, I would guess. So we're getting way less of this than most of these Marvel shows have gotten, really. Um, So that would be my one complaint, is the episodes just kind of feel a little short. Um, So you hate it. I hate it. But, uh, no, I think, like, you know... Any criticism means you hate it. I said before this show aired, they hired a really good actress. So the writing was going to have to be really bad to bury her. She's going to be able to work with... And Pretty the writing's not bad. And there's been some funny stuff. I mean, the focus and her focus in the first episode about whether or not Captain America was a virgin was fucking funny. And that clip afterwards was fucking funny, dude, where she gets her cousin, the Hulk, to admit that he like had sex on some USO tour or something. And she's like, 
I knew it. <laughs> I like the little TS uh, BB carved in the bar. Like, yeah. why, why you guys got to do shit like that for? You know, you're just teasing people at this point, right? Come on. Don't be um, a dick. Don't be a dick. There's some, and I think they made, it's like the Hulk has always kind of been likable recently, I would say, but I think they, the banter between like, the two supposed family members felt like well-written and natural. The character, like it felt real. Well, you also have two, again, you have two good really actors, good actors. Right. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, th- I like the writing. It's not like, it's not a fucking hilarious show. Like I'm not falling off my fucking chair. You're entertained and that's all that you can really ask for these days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there, there was some funny stuff though. Like, uh, in the first one where she, tra- you know, she's in that little pod that he had built <laughs> and <laughs> she's in there and he turns the saw blades on and she's like, what, what do you have this room right, for, you, you psycho? For? Right. <laughs> and, um, then she breaks out and he's she re- he, he's like trying to she's like, why are you why are you talking to me like I'm a horse? <laughs> you know, he's trying to like calm her down. He's like, wait, you're you're Jen. He's like, you don't have, he starts going like, wait, so you don't have another personality inside you? Like vying for control or he's, he's, like, he's like, she's like, no. I did like her whole like, well, I, I'm a woman in a high powered, like typically male dominated profession. I'm like controlling my rage every second of every day. Yeah. So that was interesting because I guess what you're... I mean, one, She-Hulk has never been, like, in the comics or whatever, out of control the way the Hulk is. Right. Um, But I don't know if in, like, within this Marvel universe, is that supposed to be the explanation that she's just better at keeping herself under control? Or are we supposed to take away that, well, she got his blood inside her while he was, like, smart Hulk, you know? I think the way that the show laid it out, she's just better at controlling it, is the yeah. way it seemed to me. I don't know if that's the way it read to you. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think read. that's supposed to be the takeaway. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying so I'm to sure think, a bunch like, of incels will be complaining. Oh, about yeah, it. I'm sure. Um, but no, like our, our one of our loyal listeners who was very like shitting on this show before it came out after watching the first two episodes was like, I'm really enjoying it. Go. so i think it's i think it's just like a good fun show it's not like blowing me away well everything not, doesn't have to yeah I, i'm not i'm trying to think of like what a good comparison would be but i'm always i'm looking forward to the next episode and i think the i think the saddest thing is going to be that it's only going to be nine episodes a little shorter than and uh, then we'll probably if there's a second season like we'll, we'll, we'll probably have to it. wait years yeah. Yeah, so that's the that's the shitty part about it. Well, hopefully now, I mean, you won't have to wait as long just because COVID kind of fucked everything up, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in Hollywood, they're still taking shit pretty seriously because if, you know, it runs rampant through your cast, you got to shut down for a long-ass time. Sure, and there are, like, unions involved and stuff. Right, right. So I think they're still testing regularly, and it's... You know, they're they don't want another massive uh, uh, break in uh, scheduling again, right? Because we can't have animation take you know everything on its shoulders again after we just fucked everybody over and shat all over them in the last couple of weeks. So, um, I'm trying to I'm HBO trying to Max. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to think like what else though. Like there was some there was some funny stuff like when um like you you caught it when in the, 
you know, she's talking about representing um, the abomination and he, the Hulk starts going, you know, well, you know, I was like a completely different person at that point, literally. <laughs> and she turns to the camera and goes, ha, yeah. you know, like that's like, cute, ah, that's I, got a, you, yeah, I see you there. That's a, that's a cute way to like write a character in that really isn't part of this universe. Sure. You know? And that movie was, that was a long time ago. Yeah, Tim Roth is like, the years have not been kind, sir. He's getting old, though. I mean, that was... Reservoir yeah. Dogs was a long time ago. Look, look that up, Bob. When was The Incredible Hulk? Because that was, I feel like that was like mid-2000s, maybe. That was a long time ago. Was that pre-Iron Man? I think it was post-Iron Man because... 2008. Yeah, I think it was post Iron Man was because Iron Man uh, 2007 because or Robert 2009? Downey Jr. is in that movie for like a split second. He is. Okay. So I think that was post Iron Man. I didn't see it because the first Hulk, the Ang Lee Hulk, was terrible. But that's so. the thing, and I don't really remember it to tell you the truth. It's not very good. I don't think I saw it. Um, I saw it in the theater. I, now this but, is however many years ago. If I watched it now, I could have a completely different read on it. But I was just kind of like, what is this? Well, and that's funny. That that's kind of funny to think about how fortunes change, right? Because I don't know what happened between Marvel and Edward Norton, but he could have been on the freaking Marvel money train for all these years, like Mark 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 uh, Mark Ruffalo ended up being. You know, eh, some people aren't about that though. But maybe maybe we wouldn't have gotten like a more comedic version of the Hulk then, right? right. Because I don't know if you really see Edward Norton doing that. It seems unlikely. In a word, no. Well, I, you know, and he and Marvel may have been on fine terms, and it was just the movie didn't do very well, so. Right, movie could have not done very well. Sorry, Ed. Could have just been scheduling stuff, or he just could have not wanted to do it. Well, and that's something else that might be fun to speculate on is, you know, we've got the Hulk going off in his ship in the second episode to do whatever. Like, you're assuming it's the ship that they crashed in front of in the first That's episode. That's what it looked like, so yeah. Um, So he's going off to do whatever, and it's kind of like, well, adventures. are we building to him showing up in some other movie? Are we building to him having his own movie again? Because there hasn't been a Hulk movie in forever. No, because I think they just were like, yeah, this is this is a better support character. Which yeah. kind of sucks, because I think Planet Hulk could have been a fun standalone movie. Well, and they also now have kind of... Because I know in the comics, the Hulk like has a shitload of personalities, right? Like, there isn't only the one. So, are they maybe going to go into that at some point? Like, you know, uh, Bruce Bruce Banner trying to deal with all these different personalities inside of him? I do. I guess it depends on if they're going to kind of do his own movie, or if he's just going to kind of be the side character in a bunch of this... Uh... Yeah. This new nonsense. Because I'd like to see, like, Smart Hulk is fine or whatever, but you'd like to see, like, the Hulk, you know? Like, let's get out there and smash some shit and be mad. Let's go fuck some mad. stuff up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go be mad. <laughs> well, some I would almost hope, like, in one of these movies, maybe something happens and it triggers him to get, like, really angry, you know? Like, that'd be a fun thing to have happen to me in my destruction. mind. Yeah, I want to see him destroy a city. That'd be cool. HBO Max. You're in trouble. Well, from what I've heard, the the it was a they brought in an executive from Discovery, right? Well, they he's merged. They merged all. with Discovery, yeah. WB and Discovery. And he's like, 
oh, well, you know, Chip and Joanna sell really well. So that's just kind of what we're going to do. Well, it definitely seems all like Magnolia all the time. It definitely seems like they're kind of really, yeah, they're getting rid of a lot of quote unquote scripted content and leaning into reality shows, which in my mind are mostly scripted content anyway. Yes. But, you know, so same thing, different well, and format, they I guess. purged a bunch of stuff. From HBO A Max. lot of uh, animation and uh, some other programs too, just because they didn't want to pay uh, residuals. And then there was the whole uh, Batgirl thing. Yeah, and the I think Batgirl talk- debacle. I think we talked about this a little bit on the previous episode. Yeah, but it's like you got to worry about something that's good, like Harley Quinn. Is that on its way out? I don't know. Could be. Could be. Well, and the other thing is, if you see this happening, it's that I don't want to work with them. Yeah. I could spend a year and a half of my life, and I could have nothing to show for it. Because the, the directors of that Batgirl movie, like, we were trying to grab whatever footage we could or even do some kind of a screening, and it's just gone. They just purged it. It's it's deleted. Well, and it, it's Or they have so, it in a way that they can't get to it anymore. And it's so weird to me that you have something like this Batgirl movie. I mean, I don't know if it's good, bad, indifferent, whatever. It's a DC project, so I would assume it's, like below average at best would be my <laughs> guess that's just the safe if assumption if sure. we're just going off pe- previous performance but you know whatever it is it's like why not just release it i don't see unless it's so bad that you think it's going to sour people on like the batman the greater batman franchise well, that's what i heard but how unbelievably bad would it have to be and that, they still like, and they still seem dedicated to releasing this Flash movie, even though um, what's their name? Ezra uh, Miller. Ezra Miller is out there just doing everything doing they everything can to, to get, get arrested. this movie killed. Right. I mean, I've never seen anyone want to bury their career so badly. It's kind of a great spree, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, so, are, you, but, are you sure you still want to make this movie? You sure? And how? It's like, is it? it's probably not even good is the thing right like again if we're just going off how these dc movies are pretty much every dc everything dc has been shit except for the new suicide squad there's a couple exceptions yes that's about it um well and parts of man of steel were good but not the whole movie uh yeah, we we love the Hankinator, but uh, no, I mean nah. he did his he did his best. With he, the he, he was, was trying given, his which best. Was the, not poor much. No. <laughs> the poor guy. The poor guy. I mean, everyone's uh, to me. Everyone's trying in that movie. Amy it's Adams just is just kind of like Jesus fucking Christ. All right, just load the movie up. Okay, let's go. Well, and who's the guy from Boardwalk Empire? I always that's all I always think guy, of him from. He played the uh, villain. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In Man of What's Steel. What's his name? I could see his face right in my head. He was in Knives Out. Oh, Mike, uh, Michael Shannon. That's right. Is. That's right. I mean, he, he's he's trying in Man of Steel. He evidently hangs out a bar in a bar because he's done a lot of work at the Goodman. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's a fucking weirdo. Too, yes, which is awesome. Oh, you could. He was a fucking weirdo on Boardwalk Empire. You could tell some people. It's like you're you're this. You're not pulling too hard to make this he, role. He happen. plays such a great like. Uh, villain, it's outstanding. He was in yeah. uh, The Shape of Water as the uh, antagonist. That's right. And, oh, oh perfect, yeah, perfect casting. Oh, no. 
The fish fucker movie, for those of yes. you who don't remember. No, Knives Out was so good. Knives Out was also delicious. Oh. We're getting that sequel on Netflix this year. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, Netflix huh. uh, it up. bought the rights to the franchise. Huh. It will be in like a couple theaters, I think they said, just so they could throw it out for award season sure. and stuff, but it will be on Netflix. You no, know, you had a lot of really good actors in that movie, and it was just like this. No, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Man of Steel, everyone was trying. Russell Crowe was in that. I mean, people people tried. I, I think people, you could say people tried. It just wasn't good. It just wasn't very good. And parts of it were good. Like, I'd say it. that's one of those movies, like, maybe the first, like, third is good, and then, like... We go way off the rails. Right off the rails. Big time off the rails. Big time. Once, like, millions of people start dying in a super fa- Superman movie, there's, I'd say there's there, a problem. There's just a core, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, a core misunderstanding of the character. You need to have someone write that character who gets the character. And right, it's going to be like a Goku situation, right? Like, we're not going to fight above the city because I don't want millions of people to die. It is funny because that's the way Goku was very much in Dragon Ball Z. But by the time they get to Super, Goku is just like... No given. Let's go. I just want to fight some crazy, <laughs> strong motherfuckers. Like, if the universe gets destroyed, whatever. It's as long not as we me. have a good time. Right, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, Goku in Super is a fucking maniac. <laughs> hey. And then, you, and then you have Vegeta being like, Hey, Goku, uh... Maybe we should stop fucking with the gods of the universe. I got fucking like, kids here, man. Could we just pull it back? Like, I know you hate your children, but I love mine. <laughs> hey. It's funny. Speaking it's of true. Dragon Ball, uh huh. You've got to see Superhero. Well, at some point. So it's just. So I know Bob's fun. been talking it up. He's I like, he really enjoyed. I have himself. a hard time imagining it being better than Broly because the Broly movie was really good animation was great in the broly oh the animation movie. was outstanding the music that that broly movie was really good and you know your movie's good when you can just do like a 45 minute fight scene pretty much that just never ends <laughs> like that's <laughs> tough to pull off it is indeed indeed no but i'm you know i i like i know the movie's centered around like gohan and piccolo right and uh mm-hmm. i i'd like to see it I do wonder if like a lot of people walked in to see that movie, whether it, it was in Japan or here, and they're thinking they're going to get a lot of Goku and Vegeta, and apparently they're like barely in that movie, right? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I can say, because I went to the theater to see it, uh, that everyone in that theater had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and apparently another thing is, you know, it's also regional, right? Because my understanding is Gohan and Piccolo as characters are very much more liked in the U.S. than they are in Japan. Whereas in Japan, people are really mainly focused on Goku and Vegeta. Which, I mean... And I think most people, even in the U.S., are focused on Goku and Vegeta. But I just think Gohan and Piccolo have more of a following here as well for whatever reason. Well, it's a good it's a good dynamic. I enjoy Piccolo. I can yeah. take or leave Gohan. I mean, after like the Cell Saga, it's kind of like okay. well, they just abandoned him yeah. pretty much. You know, like he just through no fault of his own. No, I mean it wasn't. It was just 
Yeah, it, like he hit this huge power peak in the Cell Saga, right? And then oh, after that, it was too. I know. Just and perfect. then um, and then it was like, okay, now Gohan is gonna go to school and he's gonna be the great Saiyan man or whatever. And it just it was like, okay, and he never, it just never felt like Gohan ever hit a, a big level again. Like, like when he like in the Boo Saga, he like finds that new power up right where he doesn't have to go super saiyan sure but he's super strong and then he gets beaten like one episode right <laughs> so it's kind of like just eh. gets smoked okay <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> and that's and, and same thing in super like he fights a little bit you know in the tournament and stuff like that but it's never it's just a, he's just a guy he's he just never, he never team. reaches those heights right. he's like tn or yamcha Ouch. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. Not that much of a loser, but <laughs> there's nothing. Uh, you know, Bob, if, if no reason other than you should watch Super just to get to that baseball episode. I need to get to the baseball episode. You really I, do. But you absolutely can't so watch the good. baseball episode without, without watching the lead up, though. Uh, no, you have, you have to get there. You can't just jump to it. You do have to watch the rest. No. And that's always the trick with Dragon Ball is you got to go on the journey. Otherwise, the big moments just don't hit the same. Exactly. I think I've told this story on here before. We was at a party once and I was talking to somebody. And they were just like, oh, you know, it, like, don't really watch a lot of anime. But, you know, you hear there's these the big ones. Should I watch Dragon Ball? And I was like, if you were like... A high schooler, I would tell you, absolutely. Now, I don't know, man. I think you got to kind of grow up with it. And like, do you have the time? Because it's a time commitment. Yeah, it's like three hundred episodes. Well, and that was always, you know, for us, we'd come home from school and throw on Cartoon Network, and that was like appointment viewing. Oh yeah, for us when we were growing yeah. up. I need to be home by three because that is when Dragon Ball is on. For yeah. four or whenever it was on. And yeah, like and an then, hour or something. And I do think it's one of those things, because at the end of the day, look, like, I think you can enjoy it as an adult and everything, but it really is a children's show in a lot of ways. Well, and it's not going to imprint on you, and you're not going to latch onto it the way sure. you or I maybe did, because that was, like, formative into our our, our descent into nerddom, if you will. Speaking of, of formative... You know, another show that I watched, you know, growing up was Ghost in the Shell. And I always talk a lot of shit about people buying microtransactions on stuff. Um, what microtransaction did you buy? Are, are the devil. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Because they didn't do the right thing. Ah, okay. But they could have, but they fucked up. They could have got So they could have got me. So they, for, you know, there's like call of duty like the console game and then there's a mobile call of duty of course there is of course and on mobile call of duty and this is made like a different by a different company like it's either like a chinese or a japanese company or something like that they have a lot more free reign to do wacky partnerships Mm -hmm. so one of the ones i saw they did i think i told you about this bob is they did a cod mobile partnership with ghost in the shell and the design on the major was so well done. Like yeah. I have to say whatever person or team of people that did it, the major did character right. model looked incredible. Nice. And I was just sitting there like, thank God they didn't put this on the console game because they would have been like, give us 20 bucks, bitch. And I would have been like, 
damn it. <laughs> like, they got damn me. It. Fuck. Because there's always that thing, right, yeah. Alex, where you're like, okay, I'm going to try and not spend as much money, this and that, and this and that. Oh, my favorite band is going to be releasing some, like, hand-painted posters of, like, mm. the lyrics of their songs. Well, I have to buy those. Those are things I need to purchase, and they need to be in my home. Yeah, like if you want to, Bob, you can look it up. If you just search for like COD Mobile Ghost in the Shell, it'll pop up. Um, yeah, but they did, but they did nice work, and it's just it, thank God it's only on the mobile game, which I've never played. Um, I mean, they could have done a few character models, and they could have done uh, Bateau. They did. Oh, they did. See, mm-hmm. I, I might have been tempted at that one. Oh, see, Bob's now like, ooh, COD Mobile. Yeah, I'm like, hey. I can go spend stupid money on a game I'm not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can give them money and I'll literally never start the game. I'll never look at this again. <laughs> hey, let's derail the podcast completely. Completely? Bob, I know you had thoughts on this student loan forgiveness. Sure. Would you like to give them to us? I don't think he's going to be as boomer as you think because, he's going to be. Because, no, no, no. I don't think he is either. But the salt, the salt out there. Mm, I could I could drink it up. People are so upset. The great thing was the White House grabbing oh, that every, was the best. every congressperson who complained and basically being like, this you? Yeah. Like, here's, oh, no. You here's got... your PPP loans that have been forgiven. Right. You were okay with that, the huh? The loan Didn't that have a was supposed to go to your employees' paychecks. Yeah. But you just pocketed all that money. Didn't yep. you? Didn't you, Nazi Barbie? You fucking cunt. No, they called out, like, at least 10 people. Well, like, that's what you should be fucking you should. doing. Tell the truth. Or oh, Biden you're a... say the other day, oh, these semi-fascists. There's no, it's not semi-fascist. Fascism. They're fascists. They're just fascists. Just say that they're fascists. That's how you're going to beat this shit. Call the spade the spade. But like, Dark Brandon, but let's go. But as usual, but this is this is just humanity in general, though. Humans in general are oh, totally okay with anything happening, whether they feel it's okay or not, that's going to benefit them. Mm-hmm. But if something's going to happen that's going to benefit someone else, and I but I'm not going thing. to get mine, mm-hmm. that's not okay anymore. Yep. Yep, yeah, it's in general. I don't like that this really hasn't done much to alleviate the root cause of the student loan crisis. But yeah, the dog noises this episode are gonna be nuts. He's been <laughs> so fucking loud. Well, what's he been up to? Well, he's he was been... in the bathroom the, the at the beginning, like licking the shower because the shower was wet. <laughs> that was that noise, and then he was over here snuffling for fifteen minutes, trying to get comfortable. Now he was behind Bob, licking his balls or something. <laughs> Bob the dog's balls, his own balls, not Bob He's never popped Alex like that before. That's beautiful. You're noisy. You're a noisy little fuck, huh? Can we just I'm get comfortable? Just, I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah, we don't cut any we don't cut anything from this show. No, very rarely. Just lie down. Lie down and be quiet. <laughs> Is that so hard? He's like, Would you just love me? <laughs> Damn it, I just want to be loved. And lick snort, my balls. snort, snort, lick, lick, lick. <laughs> Ooh, there's <laughs> there's some residual moisture in the shower. <laughs> 
Let me go look this up. It's not as if the gates are open upstairs and I couldn't walk upstairs and get some water. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't licking his balls. I really don't know. <laughs> He's probably I, I can't see. Doesn't he always lick his paws? There's some ball licking that happened. Well, he doesn't really have balls anymore. Was, so. yeah. Wow. Dick licking. That's what's wow. happening. Took him away. It's wrong. The the vet basically wouldn't let us. He was having go surgery, surgery for uh, uh, he had urinary stones, and the vet was like, "And we're gonna uh, fix him too." And we were like, "No," nah. and she's like, "No, we're fixing him too." And it's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't a choice. Poor Bob the dog. <laughs> Lives a tough life. Oh yeah, he's got it real fucking hard. All he wants to do is lick and lick his balls in peace. His non-existent ball. Yeah, the ghost balls. Oh, he was mad about that for a while too. Wouldn't you be? I mean, I don't have them, so no. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> well, oh, well, if it would interfere with his running, eight. Well, make him more, make yeah. him more aerodynamic. Yeah, so he'd it, be see, about it. here's the question: Could he get the pills that would replace what the balls were doing? Because if so, then let's get rid of those bastards. I mean, <laughs> if the balls weren't there, then when my uh, daughter, who I love very dearly, stepped on them, um, I wouldn't die. She she flails a lot. There's lots of leg flailing mm. and residual. Uh, 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 there's some side swipeage that happens. Good times. Good so times. student loan. Yeah, let's to talk about the student loan crisis, and we were like dog balls. I, I mean, I think, I think in general, it, it's the timing of it is like, oh, you're you're coming out with this like now well, in course. the middle of election cycle sure the timing was not uh, an accident no, no but like that's what you're supposed like I, i've seen people be like he's trying to like bribe people into voting for of him. course like, he is that's what you do well that's dummy. what that's what donald trump did with the the um uh they, the wall no not the wall the um the checks we all got for yeah. you know he, he insisted that we get checks in the mail that had his signature on it it's like oh yeah you remember that shit yeah it's like yeah that's it's that's part of the game that, that's what politics also, is also politicians are supposed to bribe you by being good at their jobs right. and doing things to improve your life yeah that's that's, that's the whole game their, that's I think, supposed to be their job I, the problem is politicians never do anything to help you so no. when they do it's like you're trying to get one over on me <laughs> i mean that's a fair point uh it's it's i don't know the whole thing, I think, it's it, if you if you look at it, I'm I'm not really sure how much of a difference this is really going to make in the long run. Ten thousand dollar, if you're going to forgive ten thousand dollars from you know everyone, that's going to come out to about a hundred fifteen dollars per month for. Plenty of people, that's a huge difference. Don't get me wrong. It's better than nothing. There I think are, it's a good first step, personally. There are a lot of people who... That's going to be a, a game changer for them. It will make a big difference. It, there are a lot of people, though, that that's just like, okay... It's kind of a drop in the If bucket. If you have a hundred grand in student debt, it's not going to make your day. But it's gets you a little bit it's, closer. It's not. It's not. A, it's not really a matter of how much debt you have in general. It's a matter of where, where, you know how how close to the line you're riding. 
right? Well, my understanding was it was doing something with the interest as well. I did, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't looked at it. I think there's a cap on, on they they adjusted the um the income base for payment. It can't be more than five percent of your income. Something like that is my understanding. But I think they also did something with and, the interest. I'm, well, I can't. I'm not going to speak yeah. to it because I don't remember what it was, and I don't want to say something that's not yeah. accurate. I don't remember all the details, and, and I but mean, you're, it's going to get fought in court. There's going to be a whole bunch of shit. You're doing something. You're being seen, at least trying to help people, and yeah, that's what you're supposed to be fucking doing. Yeah. Or else, what's the fucking point of you? Bribe me more, Dark Brandon. I bribe me more. I, it just, it's hard for me with anything that doesn't have congressional support. I kind of just look at very suspect because so many things, you know, an executive order can be overturned. Uh, you know, even (laughs) as we've seen, Supreme court decisions can be overturned. So it's hard if there's not a law passed by Congress, it's like, I'll believe it when I see it. But that's just my damage. Um, I, and again, they, they just, what are we doing to, to control the cost of higher education? Well, what are you doing to fix the issue? Nothing. Well, and then that's, yeah, you're, you're definitely getting to the core issue of problems in America as a whole, where, People's incomes are, have been basically stagnant for a, you know, whatever, 30, 40, 50 year period, whatever you want to say, whatever it is. I don't know for sure. But people's incomes have been basically stagnant while the cost of literally everything has risen dramatically at the same time. Well, and you've seen the pay for executives go through the roof as well. Right. Of course. Yes. Your, your top, your people at the top, their pay just keeps going up and up and up. Well, as whereas everyone else, their pay is either staying the same or even going down. Um, Because when you, you know, if you're making, let's say, 70 grand a year, but the price of food has gone up 200 percent and the price of housing has gone up a trillion percent, you're effectively making way less money, even though you're technically making the same. Well, and what did they say in an article earlier this year? They were like, oh, well, to really keep up with inflation this year, you're going to have to have budgeted like $5,000 extra to pay for the same shit as last year. Okay. That's that's easy to say. Who the fuck is going to be able to do that? And and that's the problem when they... Let me just pull five grand out of my ass. You know, when you you get all these old fucks, like my favorite old fuck was some, some congressman years ago was like, well, why do we have to raise the minimum wage? I... I, you know, when I was making $12 an hour, I paid for, co- I paid my way through college on that. It's like, it's like okay, A, yeah. the federal minimum wage is nowhere near $12 an hour, friend. I don't know what fucking well, alternate universe you're living in. Right. But the joke was, you know, one, you're talking about fucking like the goddamn 1950s or right. something. Where college was a quarter. And <laughs> college was so much less. And making $12 an hour was actually a lot of money at that time. You could buy a house not, for like 10 not, grand. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. We're not doing a fair comparison. I mean, even like if you, you know, what you guys paid for your last house versus what you sold it for, what you paid for this house today versus what it might be worth 10 years from now, you have no idea. You know, the chances are it's going to be worth a lot more. 
But if your income is exactly the same 10 years from now, how are you going to afford that home? Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's a lot, it's very fundamentally basic stuff that anyone with common sense knows. But what, what they're really doing with the student loan stuff and, um, or they're trying to do, and they're probably succeeding is driving that wedge further and further between blue collar America and white collar America, you know, all the people, you know, and, and they're they're making this point of like you're it's a slap in the face to all the people who went to trade school and, you know, they they've worked hard and they're not getting shit and this, that and the other. And it, it's it's frustrating because people latch on to that and they see like that they're not like we're they're being told they're not valued. And that's. The problem with it is it's true. We don't. Well, we we, don't value them. No, we don't value them. I will say that. Yes, for sure. However, I don't know that everybody is like, oh, they're getting, maybe in some people, sure. You know, I'm not getting mine. They're getting theirs. But I I don't think that everybody necessarily thinks that way. Well, here's another truth, though. Going forward you know, the way things are heading in the job market, some of these trade jobs might end up being the best jobs to actually have. Oh, absolutely. The way things are heading because they are going to be pretty stable. You always really need a plumber or or a mechanic or an electrician or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you always need these people for one reason or another. And a lot of these jobs still are union jobs. They may have pensions. You know, these are going to be good jobs. These yeah. aren't like some shit job. Oh, no, absolutely not. And the guy the they, guy who's just starting an entry-level, like, programmer or something, that might be a shit job, frankly, because <laughs> everyone oh, thinks yeah. they can just hire anybody to do that. Yeah. At well, 7.25 an hour. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a shame because you sp- there was a long time in this country where we really denigrated those jobs and they're like oh if, if you want to make it in life you have to go to um you, you know you got to go to college and it's like no you know there's and and right now i mean like you look at like you need plumbing work done you need electrical work done you're gonna pay through the nose i will say some of that though i think is because you know my dad was a firefighter mm-hmm you know, I, it's not a trade, but, you know, you didn't have to go to it. He did have some college, uh, and ultimately I think he went to classes to be, uh, you know, in the upper management there. But to start, it's, I don't, they wanted us, at least this is my understanding, wanted us to go to a four-year school and get a degree so you didn't have to work like a dog like they did. Yeah. And you're not necessarily working like a dog, but a plumber is a hard job. Yeah. Nutrition's a hard job. Manual labor is hard. Yeah. And I think it was just wanting something better. And for a while there, it was, I'm going to go get a four-year degree. Didn't really matter what you got it in, but you could go and you could get. What drives me What drives me nuts about that is that that is a problem that could be alleviated on a grander scale. Because you, you've got this, you, you look at um, laborers and 
in general, like a lot of laborers, they really bust their ass. Their view is if I'm awake, I can be working and billing. And, you know, good on you for hustling. I, I'm never going to, you know, say don't hustle. But it's like if we did stuff as a society, we could make it so, okay. You didn't have to necessarily you don't, kill right, yourself. Right. You, you, can, you can do well. You can have a good life and still have, like, time to relax, time to recuperate, not bury yourself in work. And, you know, I think in the world in general, there's this very unhealthy relationship between work and and life and well especially here in the states i think it's everywhere erica Eh. it's everywhere you see it here more because it's on tv and yeah but if you live and work in europe i mean you're getting a lot more time off if you have a kid you're getting a lot more time off i think they're a lot better over there than they are here about giving you that time I'm not saying sure. that people aren't hustling like maniacs. Yeah, but I think it's it's there's it's, there's definite difference. Oh yeah, well, and those are societal differences. Well, I, right, I would but say, it's I different. Would, I would say Europe is probably the exception. So you're I think, right. I feel like you're I remember right. reading there's been a lot of talk of Japan switching to a four day work week as well. So there's there yeah. are some other there, there are countries there are, are countries that. that are trying to move into a different direction. Yeah, but if you let people work themselves to death they will they will yes well because here it's well you gotta you gotta make more money that's the only way you can be happy because you have to consume and if you're not consuming and you're not buying the stuff that you like want you need to you need to kill yourself so that you could do that mm-hmm. everything oh you got a hobby you could be selling that shit on etsy why aren't you selling your shit make more money constantly yeah, yeah you talk about a four-day work week here what for communists we're not gonna do that here should be a six-day work week well yeah you definitely have this idea that you must always push yourself more and find more ways to make money or work harder and you know maybe if you're look if you're making a certain amount of money like if you start talking about crazy money like i always uh like to bring up like in terms of someone who really hustled their way and things kind of fell their way too of course but like an amaranth where you know she's making insane amounts of money off twitch and only fans you never know when that gravy train's gonna stop right. right so in that scenario you might say i could rack up life-altering generational wealth if I play this right. Sure. So I just got to like push and push and push and go, go, go until this stops working. Or, or you're going to burn yourself out. Or you burn. Your, right. But if you're if you're talking about like insane money. OK, you can come up with some justifications in your mind. But if you're talking about grind your balls off for like 60 grand a year. No. It's tough to mentally get yourself into that spot. Oh, right, because why am I going to kill myself if I? it's not going to get me any more? Like, no, I, I was always very, I will be in the office at 8.30, I'm taking my full lunch, and yeah. I am leaving by 5.15. Well, that's like this Unless new... there's something that I need, some crisis that I need to hang out for, that's what you got me for. Well, now have you heard this new stupid term called quiet quitting? Yes, I have yes. heard that. Yes. And... and 
essentially the idea of quiet quitting, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're just basically doing the bare minimum to get by and not get fired. And that's right? not quiet quitting. That's, that's doing, doing your, your job. job. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I hate this idea because you know what? If they hired you to do a job and you do it to an acceptable level, how is then that, you're how doing is that your job. How have you quit? Quitting. Yeah. Right. You're Some working. Some people don't want to move up. I don't want to be a manager and have all that added, added uh, you know, stress and responsibility. I just like doing my little thing. Well, and that is the question that, you know, a lot of people have to ask themselves is, am I happy in my current job at my current wage doing what I'm doing the way I'm doing it? Or do I want promotions? And what am I trying to work towards? I, I think I would reframe that a little bit. Because you can't go to work every day and not think about what you're going to do in five years. What you want to do in five years, if what you want to do in five years is I want to stay in this role and I want to keep doing what I'm doing, you might that might involve further education to make sure you stay on top of whatever it is in your trade. Sure. Right? Um, like in my field, if... I do pretty continuous um, like reading of what's going on in technology, what's changing with web standards, what laws are coming. These are things that I know other peers don't do. And, and that I see as the bare minimum just to maintain my job. Um, well, what you see as. Yeah. Not necessarily what other people see that as though. No, but if budget cuts come and they look at who's going to keep and who they're not, I won't I don't want to be on that X group. And I and I think what what I mean that could just be a matter of, well, X makes more than Y. Well sure, but you but you gotta do everything you can to keep to secure your position moving forward to, to be where to make, try and maintain like tomorrow, Monday morning, I could log in. I could get an email or I could get a phone call and they say, we're getting rid of the division. Sorry. You know, you don't know, you don't know what's going on in the grander business. And so I would say it's not, it's, but it's not as simple as do I want to get promoted? Uh, well, no, it's where do I want to be in a few years and what do I have to do to be there? Whether that's staying in your same position, moving up, doing something completely different. Um, I just think if you're falling, this is the job description that you gave me when I started. And if that is what the job description continues to be, and I'm following the job description and mm -hmm. doing everything to that satisfactory level, in no universe should that be called any kind of quitting. No. I, I don't I I completely agree. It's just another thing that uh, oh you're quietly quitting oh you're not you're not killing yourself for your job you're not giving it all your all you're not doing like everything that you can. Why are you going home at five? Why are you going home at six? You should be staying late. Like get the fuck out of here. When you have these people in a lot of companies, um, who are in your management roles who don't actually really do much of anything, 
and they're just there to oversee others, mm-hmm. you know, and I think those people probably hate the work from home stuff more than anyone, mm-hmm. right? Because How it's so much harder to justify then, right? your fucking useless job. And I, I've I've had a lot of friends like have general experiences with stuff like that since COVID started of, you know, they want me back in the office, but it's not really for any reason. It's just cause, you know? Right. Yeah. I, fortunately that's uh, not something I've personally dealt with. Um, I can, you know, it's going to happen and it's not just, it's not just that. I mean, think about how many, how many higher ups in companies also have financial interest in commercial real estate. Sure. Right. Right. And if you're suddenly (laughs) dramatically downsizing your footprint. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a huge issue in the coming years. Um, as, as you know, leases expire and companies don't want to renew because no one's coming in the office. Um, so you've got a lot and you've got, you know, cities that are really pushing for people to come back in because their downtowns are suffering. Like that's a big problem in downtown Chicago. Like you're because right, th- people aren't going to whatever place for lunch or they're not walking right. past a given store after they get off work or yep. something like that. Yep. But you know, good companies, uh, and they're, to be clear, there are some legitimate and good reasons to have people come into an office. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. But if a job can be done remotely, you're putting yourself at a competitive disadvantage by in hiring by mandating people come into the office. Because if you've got people who are really talented, but they just want to work from home, or you're not going to retain st- them out of state and don't want to relocate. Yeah, you're not going to get them. You're right. not going to retain them. Well, and I think you're seeing that a little bit in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. with some of these companies where they want like Apple wants people back in the office. Mm-hmm. And I think they're getting a lot of pushback because some of these people, especially in important roles or talented people like you're talking about, are saying we're in Silicon Valley. I'll just get another job. You're not going to force me to come back into the office. Someone else will hire me and let me work from home. Yeah. And some, or, and you know what, if it means I'm no longer living in the Bay area and I have, you know, I, I can move anywhere. I can move to Texas where my cost of living will be a third of what I pay here. You know, the only reason. Yeah. But a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. That's great. I do think it's hilarious that some of these companies, like I think it was Facebook has been talking about reducing salaries on people who are working in different parts of the country based on cost of living. Yeah. And we'll see I how just, well that goes over. I just feel like that's total horseshit. If you hired me for X amount of money, if I suddenly live in... Illinois rather than California am I not doing the same job (laughs) you know but okay I'm gonna devil's advocate let's say you I work for a company in Wichita Kansas and um, I'm being paid at a certain rate 
But I decide I want to move to the Chicago suburbs. But that's your decision. Yes. So you're not going to give me a raise because I want to move somewhere. I agree. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You're not. I gonna, agree. I agree. But it should go both ways. You shouldn't also if, decrease somebody's pay. If, because if someone they, says, if some, if you say to someone, well, you can be permanent work from home. You can mm-hmm. be, but your job, your permanent work from home. If you decide I want to move to the middle of Bumblefuck, Kentucky, mm-hmm. where the cost of living is way lower than it is here. If your job said. Well, you move to a lower income area, so now we're going to pay you less. You'd be like, fuck you. And if you're Facebook or whoever, and you were paying someone X amount of money, but that person is now permanent work from home. So they decide, you know what? I don't want to live in California anymore. I don't have to be here. I can work from wherever I want as long as I have a stable internet connection. I'm going to move to Wyoming. Mm Mm-hmm you suddenly get to pay them less because their cost of living has decreased. So I think what you're going to see is that people in pre-existing roles who are living wherever they're, they're not going to get affected, but I think what's going to come are going to be, um, costs or costs of living, um, adjustments to rates when you sign on for a company, if you work from home. So, because what companies companies want to avoid are people, you know, or having or someone, you know, living in a high cost of living area, um, and then suddenly moving somewhere cheaper. So they're you know just to get paid more up front. You're probably going to get agreements that say you're a uh you know a portion of your uh compensation is based on your primary residence, and uh. You know, if you decide to move, that's fine. We're not going to stop you, but you do need to be aware that it is tied to the cost of living in the area you move to. And here's transparently what we're going to pay. And then I would say, great. My primary residence is a P.O. box in California, and I'm VPNing there from my home in Illinois. <laughs> you know, well, like, they won't accept P.O. boxes. I know, but, right? <laughs> but you like, know what I mean. But you're but now you're trying to scam the system. Sure, they're scam. They're 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 trying to run the system too. So I'm just right. They're them back. trying to scam it too. So fuck them. I don't think it's scamming. Mm. No, why is it scamming? Because I it's don't always, think it should be based well, on where you just live. like any business. If they're scamming trying, is the wrong word. It's but. not scamming, but they're, they're like any business. They're trying to cut any potential costs they can. But I, but me as an employee, I'm trying to make as much money as well, possible. Well, that's true. But I, I I mean I guess my point is should. Should a server at a restaurant in San Francisco make the same wage as a server in a restaurant in Missoula, Montana? Why not? Cost of living is very different. So? So the person who makes... If the person who makes money that much money in Missoula, Montana versus the person who makes that much money in San Francisco... Why wouldn't you just move to Missoula? Because you don't want to live there. I don't know. I I don't th- I don't see a problem with with uh, pay that's adjusted based on the overall cost of living. But you would have to agree to that. Like that would have to be a term of employment. And I think that's what's coming. I think that's going to come as you know part of sign on papers. 
for a lot of people. But I just wonder how many years like I have to wait for the entertainment of watching people get dragged out of buildings to be beheaded, you know? Cuz that's <laughs> going to really be You would have thought that it would have happened sooner. It's I think it's going to be sooner than you think. Like I'm thinking like maybe within 20 years on the trajectory we're headed. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking like before we're dead. Cuz I yeah, I would like to see it. I mean, as long as well He's like, let, let me let me caveat. How this. bad would it be to be beheaded? Like, how long do you think you're alive beheaded? I think it needs like maybe to, well, like one, two seconds. One, you need to make sure that that cut goes all the way through. Well, that that for sure. Like, can we make sure the blade's really sharp? Nice and if sharp. We, I want to go twice. Of the day. Yeah, I don't want to be the last. Person. If we have to go twice, that's really gonna suck. That's bad. That's gonna be bad. It's going to be a horrific last fifteen seconds. But here's my question. Life. Here's my question. When they behead you. And your head's rolling on the ground. How long are you still alive? Like, how long is your brain processing that you've been beheaded? A couple like, seconds, I guess. Two would seconds, guess, maybe? Right? Oh. Yeah. It's not ideal. Like, ideally... It's, it's definitely not ideal. Like, ideally, if I had to choose the way to die, shoot me in the head with a shotgun, because that's going to be like, blink of an eye, you're gone. You know? If they aimed correctly. Sure. No, yeah, don't like shoot me in the ear or something. Like, let's behead me. No, we want to make sure instant. that it's instant. Death. Eviscerate brain. Insta Shut off. Done. Right. I don't like John linger. Wick shot me with a sniper from across the universe. Dunsky. Like, blink dead. That's the way I want to go personally. If I had to choose, you don't want Keanu to Reeves or... as John Wick shooting. Oh him yeah, from... I mean <laughs> shooting you from that'd be fun. Some vantage point. It's like it's like there are bad ways like um drowning seems who terrible. was or being burned alive oof oof what was the name of the character in Goldeneye who would kill men by like uh like crushing them with her legs some in it, it's Fontaine Jensen I don't yeah, remember the yeah, character's yeah. name it's, it's some, something insanely some Russian pun I'm sure of, no it was some like pun like well Z- I mean, Zenya on a top or there something like that. She is. But yeah, but uh, it was something like that. But um, that's a bad way to go. Do you think? Because for a few seconds, you're like, oh, this is nice. Then it's like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. If she's doing it correctly, though, that's kind of insta death. No, no, you're going to suffer. Eh, I don't know about that, Alex. I'm just saying. Bob, what's your next topic? I know you said that like seven. You did say you had a lot to talk about. I do have a lot to talk about tonight. He does also have to get up very early to run as well. So we don't need to say that. We're being cognizant of the time. Um, That's so a given. I saw something interesting. I haven't looked at the details yet, but uh, T-Mobile is partnering with Starlink to uh, get you cell phone access in remote locations, which I think is a pretty cool functionality. Um, I mean, yeah, I I think the speculation was if they have to adapt it to work with the radios that are currently in cell phones, we're just talking about like basic like talk and texting. Yeah. Like we're not talking about like internet access really. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere and you know, wherever Zimbabwe or something and you need some, you need some phone access. Great. I mean, I, I just I just think about it like um, any runner 
who uh, any trail runner I, I know knew it would be interested. I fucking in it. knew it. Uh, Every topic, Bob. Of course, like <laughs> of course, he Alex. told us it wasn't going to be tied into running. He's a liar. You, you know when this. He told us yes. that. Go ahead. Come on. But any trail runner um, who's going to be out in remote areas, I, I mean, you just look at, if you look at a coverage map of the Western United States, there's so much, uh, there's oh, yeah. so many places that don't have coverage. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a huge game changer for, um, for these four people in that boat. And like, that would be a motivation for me to switch to T-Mobile. Or just people, or just people who want to live in a place that's maybe slightly off the grid. Yeah, literally in this case. Yeah, because I mean, when you're when you're out in those areas, I, I mean, I'm not sitting here like trying to get on the websites or anything. I just want to be able, except for the Gawker sites, because it's Gawker just got site. that muscle. It's memory. the muscle memory. But you know, just, like when I was in Alaska, I took like uh, I rented like this special satellite device to carry on me in the mm-hmm. park because I had no cell phone signal. If all I had to do was carry my normal phone, I mean, that would... Certainly one less thing to have to lug around. One less thing to lug around. uh, You know, it wasn't expensive to rent it, but there's, you know, uh, reduced costs. And so I think that's... I think that could be a really attractive option to a lot of people. And that could actually make a dent um, in AT&T and uh, Verizon. Maybe a minor dent. I mean, you know, your use case you're describing is certainly niche to a degree. Uh, I don't think so. Alex, anyone who lives in the Western states, that's a pretty, I mean, it's a decent sized population. I mean, we're used to around here. There's nowhere you go without cell phone signal. Sure. But you go in the West, even people who are not like outdoorsy people, there's lots of dead zones. Like something like that that you could rely on and you could feel comfortable with, I think I think it could have a I think it could have a now I'm not talking about like taking a third of AT and T and Verizon customers, but maybe you could start something up like you could get the ball rolling. Yeah, for sure. I think it could it could make a big difference. I do think it's hilarious that you have companies like Verizon and T Mobile now trying to sell this wireless home internet and and the thing is they always advertise it as 5g but when you go and look it's always lte like because their coverage area is so small on the actual good internet connections mm-hmm. that it just ends up being like shitty lte everywhere like i was just curious so i looked at my house which would probably cover your house probably be the same as your house as well um, like the T-Mobile home internet, it's not 5G around us. It's LTE. Yeah. So we're talking about like very slow speeds, really. Yeah. I remember they had like we were I was outside um, like a week or two ago and they had Verizon people going around the neighborhood and um, they they caught me as I was coming back to the house. And the beautiful thing was I was pulling Izzy. So like. I think they knew like they they we're not having a protracted yeah this is gonna here. this is gonna be pretty quick um not that I would just take a lot of time time anyways but um because a a little bit of a dick to solicitors I'm not gonna lie um 
But I find that hard to believe. Very hard. To believe. I hard also to... don't know why you're always running into these people. I never see them. Like, I don't the, I, it, we don't have a lot in our neighborhood, but there's definitely been at least, and this is our. We've only we haven't been in this house for super long, right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's just well, we got to tick the box. We got to make sure you know we get the the we found the, out it's a new homeowner. New yeah. We got to yeah. at least go and shoot the shot. Yeah. Because we've had a couple. We've had it. Yeah, there's been a couple. But so the Verizon guys who came though, um, you know he I he starts going on his pitch and I was like, how fast? Uh, three hundred meg up and down. How much? Uh, seventy bucks a month. And it's completely wireless? Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Walked away. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, it's wired from your router to... And it's like... It's the same as wireless. It's wireless. Way. There's a wireless connection here. I'm not to the house. I'm not interested. And he, he, look, he was like... <laughs> it's like... Well, and how often, though, do they talk to somebody who actually, like, understands, yeah. you know? Well, that's true. Um, I will say, like, the only reason I'd be interested in it at all would be as a backup to my primary. Um, and that would be more like if I was running my own home business and, like, I couldn't get away with having down periods of Internet um, or, like, even, like, tolerating, like, tethering to my phone. But that would be the only use case I could think of to do that. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, uh, I, I was a little frustrated this morning, but because my internet was being weird, but I just had to re uh, power cycle my equipment and it was fine. Um, but you know, as much as I'll drag Comcast for being you know evil fucks, uh, the the internet's been fine. Yeah, other than the one month where I had to really try to explain to them that they had a problem in my area. Um, it's always been pretty good. I mean, everyone has their small pockets of downtime or maintenance, but usually they're congregated into early morning times when the majority of people aren't going to be affected. Um, the, the actual like downtime during the day is pretty rare around here. It's like maybe once the whole year. I will, I will say one thing that is frustrating in the work from home environment is while like any one person having internet problems is pretty rare. Once you start working with like lots of people in an office, everyone work from home, it becomes not uncommon that That one of you has a problem, that somebody has a problem at any given time. And that does get frustrating because it can really derail things. Sure. Um, Well, and then the question becomes, and also it comes down to a, individual like knowledge level two is do you have a consistent problem with your isp or is this your equipment or is this your computer because it could be any of those things right it could be it could be the line going into your home it could be the modem it could be your router it could be your computer it could be something you're doing something you installed You know, and if you don't know which one of those it is, that's why when you call up Comcast and they're like, well, do you have a router? And my first answer is always no, because I've, I I know if it's the router, right? So I don't need to have them explain to me through their book of bullshit, though it might be your router. No, it's not my effing router. So no, I don't have a router. 
let's skip this part. <laughs> I'm wired right into the modem. I um, I would I would recommend to people who are working from home permanently to get familiar with that. Yeah. Um, like don't 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 rely on like oh if I have a problem I'll call Comcast. Yeah, get familiar with your setup. Yeah, because that's the thing. That's one of those things that will like push that needle towards pulling people back into the office and like know how know how to tether your phone and be able to make that switch within five minutes yeah oh and that's easy it's easy but lots of people don't know how to do i it. mean i can't speak for iphones but on android it's, it's super easy. It's easy. it's easy it's easy you literally but, like click a button and connect like it's any other wi-fi connection you know how to do it some people don't know how to do it some people yeah. don't know how to do it and like for me it's actually it's i know how to do it but I don't get very good cell signal in my office. So if I have to tether, I have to come out of my office. Mm, AT&T. So, mm, I know. Mm. So um, although I could I could switch my plan to the 5G one and see how the 5G is. Maybe the 5G is better. Um, probably the same. Yeah, probably. So 5G and LTE in this area on T-Mobile is literally identical. <laughs> There's no difference in speed. All it does is drain more battery. Yeah, that sounds right. That's why I have it. So it's like... I've got a list of topics. I do. Well, Well, uh, so it was funny. I saw this the other day because it reminded me that years ago, and I texted you about it, Bob. Years ago, Google announced some change in the way they handle certain APIs within Chrome that they're going to... This was years ago, like literally like 2018 or something that they were going to retire this certain line of this certain code or API, however it is in Chrome or WebKit really, um, that uh, that many of the popular ad blockers hook into to block ads. And when this first came around in 2018, one of the really big ad blockers that's really popular, well-known, runs great is called uBlock Origin. And the creator of this at that time, and I don't know that he said anything since, not that I'm aware of, but at the time he said, well, what they're recommending we switch into is just going to make this content blocker run significantly worse, and I'm not going to make a change to make this worse. So my recommendation would be to switch to something else whenever this day comes. And now I've got reminded by something that this change is coming in January. They've never backed off of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Chrome is the most popular web browser. Um, I don't use it. I'm just not. I just never enjoyed the interface. Like, for me, it's not even, like, whatever Google tracking is going on because the truth is you could block that if you know how. But um, it was just I've never enjoyed the interface and kind of where things were and sure. everything like that. I'm, I've always been a Firefox guy. Um and but I just think it's funny that you know there might be this problem looming where the good ad blockers might stop working on Chrome, which obviously benefits Google's business. But the thing is, man, once you're in the ad block lifestyle, you can't go back. It's hard to go back because when you start realizing just how many ads there are all over websites and how much it slows down websites like not only the actual loading of the website but then just when you're scrolling through it and you can see 
the frame rate dropping in the browser because there's so much so stuff much to load in. Yeah. And no, I just like, can't deal with that crap. It, it'd be like we have uh, Hulu without commercials. That's what we, yeah. the tier we pay for. I cannot go back to Hulu with commercials. No. Or they have these tiers of like HBO Max now where, oh, it's cheaper, but there's ads. I, I just, I can't. No. I can't. And if there were platforms, I can tell you right now, if there's a platform where there's only the ad option, I don't know that there are any that even exists like that off the top of my head. But if there was a given platform that had an ad option and that was it, you can only have ads. uh, And there was some TV show or movie that I really wanted to watch for whatever reason, I could guarantee you I would not be watching it on that platform. Now, I'll leave it to your imagination to figure out how one might watch something. But the point is, I always think with all this stuff, are you trying to drive people away? Is that the end goal? Well, and a lot of what HBO Max just did is like the only way that you're making this content available to people now is for them to steal it. Yeah. So if they're they're going to do that. Yeah. So... Well, and, and look, something like Chrome, Google might think... Oh, we've got it. Everyone uses Chrome. We're set up. Well, you know what? Microsoft thought the same thing with Internet Explorer. And you're not guaranteed to hold that top dog position forever. No. No. Um, And the truth is, you know, Microsoft Edge is also uh, based off the not Chrome, but is Chromium. Chromium. I'm sorry. Not WebKit. I think WebKit is something else. Anyways, but Chromium, yes, is the base of the code. And Edge is based off Chromium. And Edge, honestly, works better than Google Chrome even does. I, so, I use Edge regularly now. Yeah. I, I, you know, I use Edge and I use Firefox. I just love the Firefox interface. Like, even if it's a little bit slower, maybe, than Chrome loading a lot of websites, it doesn't bother me because I just prefer the interface. In a corporate environment, um, there are... There are things about Edge that are convenient um, when you start working with like single sign-on and shit, because mm-hmm. um, they can be in a, they can be more easily integrated with Active Directory and various OAuth stuff. Um, but you know, so that's it, it, like that's one reason I use it. Um, I mean, I, I'll say I have I have recently kind of been on a mission to like start whittling away my Google integrations. Um, I will say I have on the laptop. I use Firefox now. Yeah. I mean, I'm even looking at like getting my photos off of Google photos um, and backing them up in other ways. Um, Well, and there's, and there's stuff like I'm mobile, you know, I've tried Firefox time and time again. Firefox on mobile just isn't very good. No. It doesn't run well. The interface sucks. It just isn't good. Google Chrome is just better on mobile. But because I have no tolerance for any of their bullshit, I use a custom fork called Bromite where they strip all the extra Google crap out and it's just like it's just the interface, the web browser basically with ad blocking. And it runs way better than Chrome does, but it's still the most updated version of Chrome. Right. Just like I use 
you know, the ver a, a, a fork of the YouTube client that's YouTube, but with all the crud stripped out. Like, sure. because I'm not gonna, especially when you're just like browsing through random videos, you're just watching like a fucking cat video or something. You're not gonna watch a fucking 30 second ad to see a 20 second video. I'm not anyway. I can't speak for anyone else, but I'm not. See, that's the thing though. Like people will send me shit like that and like, I'm just not going to watch it. Or like the, the most, like people will send me shit that's on TikTok and like, it'll be like, Oh, you're not on. Well, I think TikTok you can watch, but you can watch and not be on TikTok. Yeah. I do have a TikTok account. I feel like a thousand year old person when I'm on there. It's mostly because my friends send me videos. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, fine. You guys are on this. I'll get on this. But there are other things like, they'll be like oh, well, you're not on this service. You you're can't. not on Twitter or Instagram or something. It's like, okay. Twitter and Instagram are in, in like Facebook are like the big ones where people just, send you things and you, you're just like, I can't see that. So I just always send back, well, sorry, I can't access the link. And they're like, oh, you're one of those. It was kind of funny. I was like, well, that's nice. <laughs> Somehow I, yeah. I'll get on with my day. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have any need to have these apps on my phone just clogging up the fucking phone with their bullshit, tracking God knows what. I don't need it. And, uh, you know, I always think it's funny when, like, people get all worked up, like, oh, TikTok, it's like a, you know, a fork of the Chinese government. They're, they're monitoring you. It's like, Everything's well, monitoring you, you have fucking Facebook right. on your phone and you have Twitter on your phone. What do you think they're doing? Oh, yeah. You know? You're using a Google phone. <laughs> what do you think Google is? It's an ad company. I know what you're thinking, you know exactly and we're not going to talk we're about it. We're not going to talk about it? No. Okay. We'll What's... talk about it off the podcast. Oh, okay. I, well, I mean, honestly, that's one of the reasons I like being on the iPhone. Um, Apple has made it a core part of their business to, you know, to make private data privacy Um something that they're selling their phones on and i'm sure apple's doing plenty of stuff with my data um but i feel reasonably comfortable they're not selling it to third parties well and that's one of the reasons you know you always hear people having this experience on whether it's iphones or android phones or whatever where they talk about something or they text with their friends about something and all of a sudden you start getting served up a million ads about whatever and and um flames i don't it's just funny because whatever settings i've turned off on my phone or something i don't have that experience like if i go search for i don't know like random pc parts i don't start getting served up shitloads of ads for pc parts i I think a lot of that is people User are error. searching for stuff and forgetting that they're searching for stuff. <laughs> so, um, as as you know, much as I don't trust Amazon or Google or any of them, I I don't think Erica's losing her mind. They're, they're that bad. Just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, but no, I mean, you can effectively block that stuff by blocking third party cookies. Yeah. You know? Oh, and you know what Firefox is doing now as of the latest version? They're keeping cookies separated per site. 
so the cookies can't cross track you across that. websites. Yeah. And yeah. now I was blocking all this shit anyway. But for people who just nor- use the browser in normal settings, like without everything well, being private. So this is this is kind of my thing, and this is why I like what Mozilla's doing because. If you're if you're gonna be super active and engaged with your privacy online, you can do you can stop people you can stop tons of tracking. But a lot of the most effective steps also break the way the internet functions. Now there are some things that like you could never you can't actually replicate the behavior if you don't have this you know if you can't read a cookie at all, uh, for example. But um, if the but companies will adapt if it's forced on them that you know hey thirty percent of the market isn't going to be able to use your website if you don't fix it because you know and they'll but they will fix it. No, yeah, you're you're right, and there are certain things that I don't block. So things like Twitter embeds still show up on websites, you know, um, because otherwise you'll go read some article and it won't make sense because all the Twitter and Instagram embeds don't work, don't load, you know. So along these lines, did you see um, that the uh, DuckDuckGo email forwarding is now live for everyone? Uh, No. So, do you know what it is? No. Okay. So, do you know what DuckDuckGo is? Yes. Okay. So, they have been uh, doing a pilot of this email forwarding service where y- you you sign up for an account, you get an at duck.com email, and you decide- I just like that email right away. Yeah. At I mean- duck.com. Oh, hurry up. Get on there. Get Trevelyan at duck.com. It's not my responsibility. Please do. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, but you, uh, you go, you know. So they, so the email goes to Duck Duck Go first. They remove anything that's tracking, at uh-huh. least as far as what they know, and then they forward it to your email address, and it comes with a little banner that says, "We removed these tracking." S- uh, things from your email. Um, so we, the whole email is just blank. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, so it's um, it's actually pretty cool. I I signed up for it. Um, and I've only had a couple of emails since then because it was like yesterday. Um, but it was uh, it's it's a neat service, you know. And I kind of like uh, their general business model of. You know, we're not tracking more privacy focused. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's definitely interesting that a lot of these various social media networks, especially are at such a giant level of um, engagement and uh, membership or whatever the word I'm looking for is here um, that they can just straight up say, oh, you don't have a you don't have a login. Well, go away. We don't want you on our website, you know. And it's just kind of crazy because that's how basically like we think we talked about this in the last episode that that's pretty much how like Twitter and Instagram function now that if you don't have a login and someone sends you a link, a lot of times you can't even see it. Right. Um, Especially, especially, especially Instagram. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's like, okay, well, I'm not missing out on much. You know, there's nope. nothing here that's like, oh my God. I'm, I'm very Instagram. I, I've actually, I deleted the app from my phone and I haven't even really logged into it on the computer recently. I, I'm pretty much over it. The reels and it's the same on Twitter though, where it's just like, oh, so-and-so liked some tweets from this person that you, like, I don't follow that. I don't want to see that. You, you want to serve me ads? Straight ads, fine. Like you got to make your money. I get it, but I don't. I don't need this relentless barrage of shit that I'm not following. That I have no interest in. Yeah. Now well, I still have, and we talked about this because you said you don't have the button anymore on your Instagram that allows you to just f- click like the drop down that says following. Uh-huh. I still have that. Yeah, that that that. And I don't know. Yeah, for me. Because that's what, the only way I look at it. Because otherwise, like, it's unusable. What is the young person social media app now? Is it TikTok? I think it's TikTok now. Because you always hear that like young you know, people I'm have just connected with the young. Sure, what's going on? Well, you are going to be pretty soon. Um, but I live in horror of that day, Alex. But um, be like fascism network. <laughs> no, no, it's social. be real. Be real is the new one. I've never even fucking heard of that. Uh, it, it's because you do always kind of hear that the average, the age of the average user now just keeps going up and up and up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram because your teenagers are just abandoning them in droves. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. What, what are Facebook and Instagram good for? They are good for ruining the fabric well, that, of society. But the only reason, like, I have any attachment to it, not Instagram so much. Is, Instagram is really just about bikini pictures. I mean, frankly. that's fair. Is because <laughs> I've lived all over the country. I have friends who live all over the country. It's not, and family who live all over the country. It's nice to you know kind connect. of connect with them on some level. Yeah, but that's it. High schoolers, they don't, don't have people all over the country. That the, yet, like they don't care. I mean, they may have family. You don't know that. Where are they going to get their like right wing? Did you horrific ca- news did you from? care about like fifth cousins when you were in high school? Well, I don't care about fifth cousins now. Exactly. Oh I don't care God. about second cousins now. So with, I like went... <laughs> an exception. I went and uh, got the mail today, out of the old mailbox, and there was I don't know if you've seen this. But it was like this blah, blah, blah county journal. And it's this little like fake bullshit newspaper looking thing that's just like 10 pages of blatant far right propaganda. No, I haven't seen this. (laughs) I got to bring this to you. Please do. It's entirely possible. I just I'm sure you're going to be getting one any day now because this is definitely not something you sign up for. Like someone's just out there. Sending these to Some everyone, like just paper. So what we'll have to do is we'll have to have it on the next podcast, and we're just gonna have to go through the talking points. <laughs> Content, Alex. No, I could tell, like literally, just off the front page, it was like children failing out of school after Pritzker enforces lockdowns or something like that, and I was just, I knew right like, away. Oh, that's where we are. Cool. Yeah, I knew right away what it was. 
Well, you gotta like, try to fire as much as you can because uh, uh, what's his face is just gonna get annihilated. So. Oh my god. Can't even remember the other guys. Darren. Darren. Is it oh, Darren? The lunatic who said like the. I do like that that attack ad they're running on him. It's like the loss of life from abortions is worse than the Holocaust or whatever. Well, I haven't seen saying. that one. I've only seen the one where he they ask him point blank. It's like, do you believe or you know, basically him saying that he's not about abortion. But no, yeah, I remember that quote too. We're living in a hellscape, so we just have to remember that things can always happen. Just remember that, Erica. Oh yeah, yeah. The, nothing is nothing is assured anymore. I have a topic that I know you'll be interested in. And he's going to tie it back into running in some yeah, way. Of course he is. Yeah, I'm ready. PlayStation 5. Oh, did you see this? I sent this to you, right? The PlayStation 5, ra- the Sony raised the price of the PlayStation 5 in essentially every region except for the U.S. Yeah. Have you ever, can you ever remember a console manufacturer raising the price of a console ever let alone two years after it's been out no insane unprecedented yeah that's bonkers and the truth is really one if we're looking at it forget about inflation because that's what they're that's the bullshit they're trying to use is oh global economic whatever the reason they gave is right well then Biden tries it in the states too then well, but it's all bullshit appa- apparently, anyway. apparently the deal is, is that in a lot of countries, the value of their dollar has dropped a dramatic amount, whereas here that hasn't happened. That's my understanding. Okay. Um, so that may be their internal justification. That being said, if I were Microsoft and I could lose any amount of money I wanted to, I would come out and drop the price on like the Xbox like $50 tomorrow. Just go the opposite way. Just stick it to them. Because you could. It's Microsoft. They have endless money. It's nothing. They could. But you don't do that unless you think you have a killing blow. And they don't. You could go out and do that and sell a lot of consoles. But you're not going to stick to market. You'll your losses will be sure too heavy. What that tells them, what it really tells them is you might have an opportunity to raise prices on your console. They've already kind of signaled that they're probably not going to do that. I mean, obviously they're never going to give a full fledged commitment in case things change. Yeah. But I mean, Microsoft probably won't because outside of the U S they're, they're um they don't do that they well, don't do that way. well so and and i mean that's the only reason why sony's not raising prices here I, I it is still bonkers it. though it's crazy well and here's the reality because even today the series x and the ps5 are still not particularly easy to buy they're easier than they were to buy it's not like, as bad as it was like a year ago yeah like a year ago it was still pretty fucking hard to buy these things like you were still talking now, to people who were like oh i'm looking for it for a gift or something and it's been like it's been an epic search and i still haven't gotten one and yeah i know now for the ps5 uh for example sony on their storefront online i forget what it's called um whatever 
but whatever it's called, they have PS5s available fairly regularly, and when they come available, they stay there for a few hours at least. So it's not the instant So, yeah, it's like not it like, yeah, it's not it goes up on Walmart, and within it's two seconds, gone. they're all gone. Right. Um, but it's just, it, it really is unprecedented to think that a, the console manufacturer has raised prices, especially because, really, if you want to, if you want to talk about supply and demand, if you were going to raise prices, it would have been a year, a year and a half ago. Right. And not because of inflation or market pressure or whatever, you know, cost of manufacturing problems, anything like that. You'd raise it because you've got hundreds of thousands, whatever it was, of scalpers who are going out, buying up your console and turning around and selling them for double the value. So that right there tells you you really should raise the price. But you're not going to because then you'd look really bad. Well, they don't. They weren't going to raise the price, not because of looking bad, I don't think, but because they knew that eventually it would even out. And if you if you raise if you raise the price now, you would have to dramatically cut the price later. Sure. And that would cause bigger problems. Um. But you're right, and I mean. It's it is a bizarre thing to happen. You you because you would expect this at launch. Well, and especially because you know chances are, you know all these consoles go through minor revisions and manufacturing all the time as time goes on. Especially two years in, I guarantee you, there's been at least two or three revisions of the PS5 by now. And they start to find ways to reduce cost, right? Because whatever parts you're making, the price probably goes down. Um, or maybe you find some way to cut costs somewhere else in the manufacturing process. So the truth is, you know, from now till two years ago, their price of actually manufacturing and shipping out and selling a PS5 at Best Buy has probably been reduced. But at the same time, they're raising the price $50 in a lot of markets. and But yeah, they're not doing it here because they don't want to open the door to a, you know, Microsoft suddenly killing them. The killing blow, right. The death blow, if you will. Mm-hmm. I also think Microsoft, again, is playing a little bit of a different game because the goal isn't to, like, sell a shitload of Series X's. It's to get people signed up to Game Pass, whatever platform they might do that on. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it, what I what I find fascinating about the video game industry in general is your three top players, they're all playing a different game. You know, it, it, it like you would think they're all trying to do the same thing, but they're not, you know, and they're competing with each other, but... The main, the main way they're competing with each other is just for people's time. Yep. Because there's only so much. And, you know, if someone... That's the biggest problem for just getting through games is, you know, you're always trying... There's always some other game coming out with new content. It's some game you already play. So you get engaged in said new content. And then you don't play the other game that you really wanted to play because you're already hooked on something else. You know, there's right, a lot right. of that. All right. I've got three more topics that we're going to hit quick. Okay. Quick hits. Quick hits. Quick, quick hits. hits. Yeah, quick I hits. won't drag these out at all. Two hours later. So first, um, 
the first one we're not going to be able to talk about long because neither of you two watched it. Uh, I finished Strange New Worlds. Okay. And it was very good. It was excellent Star Trek. Um, I thought they did a great job of capturing the spirit of Roddenberry's vision um, and also like adapting to the what I think some of the more modern movies and, and Trek has gone for, which is like, but humans are still shitty people <laughs> um, with, you know, it, it, so, and like, that was like, but some of the, the newer Trek, like, it's like, it, they go too far into that. And it's like, no people like the point of Roddenberry's vision is that people have learned after world war three and nearly annihilating the planet. And there, maybe there's a struggle, but, it's a collective betterment, and, but it, yeah, it kind of got dark. And this is, you know, there are still like those fringe aspects to it, and like, but they are fringe aspects. It's not. So I, I thought they did a good job. Somebody who understands. You found people who who understand the core tenets. Like when you right. get somebody to write Superman, that fucking gets it. Yeah. Like, I hate when people, oh, you can't write a good Superman story. Yes, you can. You just have to understand the fucking character. They did a really good job. They got the they got the core concept. Um, I thought even that, you know, of course they have to have their love stories, but I felt like they did, the love stories that are in the show really work in service of the greater Star Trek universe. Um, so, high recommend to anyone who likes Trek. Um, definitely, I wouldn't say there's any prerequisite to watch the show you can go in not having watched really any track um definitely not any recent track so um now Trek. comparing it to another sci-fi show that's on paramount plus uh-huh. better or worse than halo uh did anyone <laughs> attempt to climb a that tree, tree. <laughs> Uh yes. Is there woke nonsense? Oh, of course there's woke nonsense. Well, I mean it's Trek. The whole all of Trek is because woke nonsense. Because, because that's the whole fucking point. Because because there's Yeah. Uh I'm sure like all you have to I actually I'm gonna go on AO three just to confirm what I already know. I will tell you right now that there's thousands of fix. And I don't I even know. know what the fuck you're talking about. Thousands, Robert thousands there there's definitely one ship in there that i know has to be like all over the internet i've not looked but like i know one thousand percent it's there but you I, go I on to see, your next topic. I want to see, i'm going to jump on AO3. i want to see what you come up with i want to see what you come up with now and just trek or do you want specifically strange new worlds? Oh, it's got to be strange new worlds Okay, so um, final topic number two. Final topic number two. Uh, so we kind of alluded to this earlier, um, but it is just hilarious to me how it's impossible to level any criticism of something and then not like not appear like not have people take you as like, oh, you hated it, or you've got a serious problem with it, and. Um, I know like a lot of times it's just in jest, but at least among us, but I had in something come up in the uh, professional environment where we were discussing what went well and what 
went or what we were excited about in this last uh, couple stretch and what we weren't too excited about. And uh, the idea is you're supposed to be honest with this and say, hey, um, you know, this that way you can actually grow as a team. And uh, it's just like. So I, I put a I put something in the what I wasn't excited about column and other people did too. Like but it was like I've when they hit my topic, it was like I felt like they were all coming at me trying to convince me why it wasn't a bad thing and I said and I said or or that it's okay. And it's like you guys don't have to console me. I'm just being honest that, you know, this was a little deflating. I know ultimately, like, it's fine. It's a good re. We're, we we did this thing for a good reason, mm-hmm. but like, it was like they had to they had to like address the criticism and be like, no, like it's fine. It's good. Like, and like, it, it's okay, guys. Like, this is it, it's what I'm talking about is 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 cheese adhesion. Like, it, it's such a minor thing. Okay. What is the, uh, uh, I've got the top, and there's not a lot. I would have thought more. Okay. In all of, like, the Strange New Worlds, there's, like, not even 800 fix. Oh, wow. So, What's weird. the top? Uh, in relationships, uh, number one slash Christopher Pike. Oh, that's kind of boring. Some, sometimes these, these fandoms are boring, Bob. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. They go for like the Sometimes the you just want pairing. your generic white guy. You go for your head pairing and it's boring. He is not nearly as bad as I... Th- or he's not he's not bad at all. He's actually really good. When I saw him in the promotional materials, I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to... Next one is uh, Christine Chapel slash Spock. Okay, that one's... Actually, that one's pretty heavily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, you got a third. Uh, Chapel again with uh, Noonan Singh. Leanne Noonan Singh. Oh, Probably really? saying that wrong. Okay. And then we've got uh, Pike and Spock. Not even 50. No, that... that okay, low. I don't see that one. That seems low. Uh, Christine Chapel slash Erica Ortegas. That's the one? That's the one. There's only 36 fix, Bob. I'm, I'm actually really surprised um that that is that far down but uh because that that's because that one's got like yeah, there's only just over 700 works in uh strange new worlds hmm. that's low that's very low interesting yeah. i would have thought higher hmm. Hmm. what's yeah. your last topic bob okay. final final topic the final, it's final. the final topic but just to put a button on that it's like it's cheese adhesion like you you guys make fun of me for it but it's like it's it's a minor thing it's just it's a criticism that's out there it doesn't mean like i think the pizza's bad he doesn't think less of the pizza it's just like yeah the the cheese falls on this one you're just wrong i mean that's fine but I don't know what happened to work, but on the cheese adhesion, you're just wrong. It's okay. So maybe I'm, maybe I am. Whatever you're going to say in criticism of yourself, you could take the maybe off. That's, that's another t-shirt, man. We got to have a cheese adhesion t-shirt. Cheese. If we ever, if we cheese, ever make sure. With the cheese sliding off. Yeah. Climb that tree and cheese adhesion. 
get a my, list going. My last topic, um, and I admittedly I heard this on another podcast, um, but it's just so. Inc- well, now I know it's running because that's all he <laughs> listens to. Now it's just so incredible to me that this this is true because I verified it on the CDC website. What percentage of people survive lightning strikes? Hundred percent. Ninety-five percent. Nope. Eighty percent. Nope. Seventy-five percent. Zero percent. That's not true. There's people who have survived lightning strikes. Ninety percent. Which is bonkers to me. I was just throwing a number out there because when he said no to the, it's either going to be really high or really low, right? Well, you just kept going with numbers. Yeah, I was being. I was. I was waiting for him to give it, and you were so. But. I was ruining it. I was ruining the final ruining, topic. Ruining. Fun Slayer, 90%. Alex. That's the other t-shirt. We're going to do a Fun Slayer shirt. But just think of that. Like, if you're out in a storm, like, well, you know, I got a 9 in 10 odds of surviving if I got hit. That's not that bad. I'm going to grab this golf club and start waving <laughs> it around. I don't think the bad stuff's going to come down for another couple hours. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. I would have thought survival rate would have been a lot lower it makes me sad that no one got the caddyshack reference but that's okay <laughs> it's been so long since i watched <laughs> that that's my list and you're sticking to it yeah i don't have anything else hey another funny thing from she hulk the map to the best bathroom to poop in that was good that's good because that is that's vital <laughs> and information and they're like thank you <laughs> you need to know where the good bathroom is for sure, thousand percent. I uh, I like the side swipe from the mom where she's like, "Don't set me up, mom," and she's like, "Oh, this guy's too young for you." <laughs> Thanks. She had that look in her eye, like there were some Thanks. great, like yeah, yeah, the side swipes at the uh, the family dinner. Yeah, um, I do enjoy that we got. They did get um, <clears throat> Tatiana Maslany, famous Canadian. Who's on a show called Being Erica. Oh. That's nice for her. Hey, by the way, I would like to ask (laughs) if there's a vote to be had. And I don't know if I could, like, do anything to, you know, sway people to my direction. One day, one day, and not anytime soon, because he's going to live forever in my mind. One day, Bob the dog is going to go. All right. It'll be a sad day. It's going to um, tears are going to be shed. Oh, for sure. But one day then afterwards when you end up getting another dog, in sure. my mind, the dog Okay, we're not going to get another dog right away. Right, right, right. We no, are but eventually, eventually going to get another dog. But eventually, dog. yes. It's going to be a few years maybe because yeah. it will be nice to not have a dog for a while. We will eventually get another dog. Yeah. So you're just going to have to get the fuck on board. With yeah, that. Bob, there's no need to have any looks or anything cuz right. that's what it is. That being said, <laughs> that being said, I think it's only fair that the next dog be Erica the dog. We don't need to. I don't need the dog named after me. Uh, I'm just saying I'm it's good. only right. I'm good. Bob, Erica the dog. <laughs> to Bob, be fair, we didn't name the dog. I understand that. The dog came pre-named. Oh, so can I name the dog? How does one win dog naming rights? <laughs> Could I do something? Yes, like, you can like, come over every day to take care of them. No, that's okay. How about 
Let's just say... The tongue is being bit. Let's just say for the sake of argument, your daughter is about to be hit by a car, (laughs) and I leap in front of said car to push her out of the way well, and be, save her. You would be dead, so you wouldn't get... No, no, no. I'm a, I'm highly athletic, so I like... <laughs> I roll off the windshield and I'm okay. good. Okay. Like, I'm, some, I'm like a stuntman. There's some rad, like... Right, exactly. I land on my feet You're doing somehow, some moves. And you're just standing there like, holy shit. Why isn't yeah, Alex exactly. a superhero? Maybe he is a superhero. <laughs> what have you been hiding from us this whole time? Um, but anyway... If I do that, then I feel like I get dog naming, right? You'd at least get some kind of a, 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 a hat in the ring, perhaps. I'll, okay. I'll bring you Arby's to the hospital. I no, in my scenario, there's no hospital. I wouldn't let him do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> he would want the Arby's. Ew, do oh, look. you like Arby's? Yeah, the beef oh. and cheddar's good. You don't even know good food. Oh, oh anyway. how about you go fuck yourself? How's that? <laughs> anyway. Arby's. Arby's Listen is to good me, Bob. food. Okay. Bob. Payback time. You don't want the dog, but you're getting it anyway. <laughs> Erica the dog. Yeah, name the dog Erica the dog. We'll see how well that goes for you. A nice stupid lab for you and everything. I just don't see the appeal. <laughs> of a dog? Okay, we're not going to have this. <laughs> what will for sure become an enormous fight on the podcast. Yeah, that sounds amazing. This, this is what's going to happen. When Bob the dog, God bless his soul, eventually goes, there will be a respite period after the respite period, which admittedly probably will be a few years. It will be nice not to have to worry about it. We're getting another fucking dog. That's just happening. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that is going to happen. I vote yes. I, I agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, great. That's wonderful. You've been outvoted two you, to three. You're done. You don't have a vote. Oh, I get a vote. Erica, don't I get a vote? <laughs> My vote counts for more. Oh, well, there you go. So you're being heavily outvoted, like three to four. Her vote counts for two. Mine counts for one and your counts for zero. So two to three. Three is this, to three. Is this like how, like... Vince McMahon actually, like, if you total all of the shares, Vince McMahon doesn't own the majority of the company, but he owns, like, all of the voting shares? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, I got it. Erica has the Vince McMahon of the voting shares, and I have, like, the Stephanie McMahon of the voting Without shares. Without all of the alleged and, sexual assaults. And you have the Shane McMahon of the voting shares, <laughs> a.k.a. fucking nothing. <laughs> On that note. Hug me. Hold me tight. (laughs) You all right over there? Yeah, I'm fine. This has been a Puma Knife production.